Man, it's been a fucking minute since I've been on this side of the, the bar. Yeah. So what happens when Big Daddy comes to town. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Holy f- Mikey is absolutely fucked this mic. Yeah. Jesus Christ. You know what? If I was Michael Phelps, I'd probably talk shit to him too. So Hell yeah. I, I, I got a hundred bucks on Phelps. That actually be a fucking good fight. I'm not gonna lie. It'd be. I, I just think it would be fun to watch. Like, oh, hundred yeah. percent. We would have to hold like a pre-fight press conference. Oh, abs- which knowing Mikey, I don't think he'd last. The, he'd be like the Conor McGregor, where he's just like, "Fuck the ring, we're fighting right yeah, now." Right? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm impatient. Let's fucking get after it. In a world, four friends, one mission: to bring freedom to everyone involved. Dude, what the fuck are you doing? Doing a thing for the podcast. Did you say the name? Fine. It's the Freedom Friends Podcast. Well, anyways, welcome to the Freedom Friends Podcast. Yes, sir. It's a little bit different on uh, on the video side this week. Uh, we are sans fucking everyone. Everybody, yeah. We're out. M- Mikey's gone. He's in Florida. Stumpbeard Dave, he's in Florida with Mikey. Scott is out. And Jazz is out. Yes. And so it you got us three lovely gentlemen. The yep. B team, baby. <laughs> the the B team. team. We're on like D. <laughs> the, show, <laughs> the show goes on. It does. You know it must what? go on. Yeah. So we got producer extraordinaire Justin. Hey. Yeah. Fucking, it's, it's weird being over here. Like, I feel uncomfortable because I'm like, if that shit goes wrong, I'm going to beat the fuck out of myself. <laughs> <laughs> so if at any point you see me get up and then come back, it's probably because I'm making sure we're all fucking good. Right. And, uh, and then we have... Uh, our guest, Mr. Mike Barker with Hero Sports. Yes. Hey. Which y'all uh, y'all have seen what at least once, twice? You've been on the show a couple times, right? Couple times. Yeah. Uh first time in the new facility. Right. So, uh yeah. Nah, it, man, I'm glad to be here. Always a good time hanging out with you boys, so Yeah. Looking forward to it. Nice. We well, pay pay the bills. Pay the yeah. bills real quick. Uh, I'm gonna let you take that. Yeah, I just listen. You, you want to try it? I just listen to it. <laughs> I, I, I can't <laughs> rattle it off like you guys. Uh, so today's episode is brought to you by Warfighter Tobacco. WarfighterTobacco.com. Use that code FTFO. I'm looking at a camera that's not even there. <laughs> hey, you know what? I appreciate it because Mikey still looks over there when I'm always cut on his camera, and I think it's fucking hilarious. Oh, okay, hey guys. Hey. Uh, WarfighterTobacco.com. Use that code FTFO. Score yourself 15% off your order. Uh, once the Hero Sports cigars get on the website, they're not there yet. But once they're up, uh, no discount codes will work because they are a char- charity cigar. Yeah. Uh, we'd rather give a dollar per cigar back to Hero Sports instead of 85 cents. <laughs> we appreciate that. <laughs> right? Because um, we're fucking good dudes. Right. Oh. Uh, Check out awellness.us for all your CBD needs. Uh, their freeze gel is phenomenal. Um, everybody's firm believer in it. Let me get you on board with that, Mike. Uh, anyways, use that code um, FreedomFriends25. Score yourself a quarter off your order, 25% off over there. Uh, and then we have IC Tech Coolers. Oh, what's their tagline? I forgot. Uh, for those that get it. For those that get it. Icy Tech Coolers. Uh, you guys in, in need for a cooler? These guys have some phenomenal ones. Uh, they have one big enough you can fit a couple of dead hookers in it, too. They uh, they donated one to our Dove Hunt. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's we, awesome. Yeah, we had a, a mystery cooler. And uh, yeah. 
I, awesome. I remember Mikey bringing that. That, that was in. a I think big one. That was a dead hooker. Yeah, that's yeah, the one that I literally hooker. climbed that's why, in. That's why when you said dead hookers, I was like, like, I've oh. seen that. <laughs> I have seen that. Also, if you want to see just how big they are, uh, go check out their Instagram. Uh, tell them the Freedom Friends sent you. They literally will post up pictures of a truck bed that is completely filled by one cooler and like That's dudes awesome. that are standing in its waist deep. Like Holy they shit. don't fuck around when it comes to coolers. And uh, use the code Freedom Friends 10. Freedom Friends 10. Freedom Friends or 10. whatever's on the screen right now. Use that code. Yeah, use the code. Yeah. You see it. It's somewhere. Yeah. It's yes. on there. Um, and that'll score yourself 10% off uh, all those fancy, awesome coolers. I think that's it. That, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Thanks, right, guys. guys. <laughs> now, um, we, got a, we got you to talk about, buddy. I know. Oh, man, it'll be a short show. <laughs> <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> Too many jokes. Straight to the point. I, I appreciate that. Hey, I appreciate man, that. You know, uh, I just keep it real. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess we we don't need to go through the origin story of Hero Sports because that's been covered. Go check yeah. out the older episodes. What have y'all been doing since the last time you were here? Y'all have been blowing up crazy like. Yeah. I mean, fulfilling the mission, you know, supporting right. veterans and service members through sports, outdoors and recreation, you know, and that's, uh, you know, ultimately the, the mission doesn't change. You know, it just uh, it grows and expands to reach more veterans and more service members and we've been fortunate enough to do that, you know? So we we're in 20, 20 different States. Now we've done events or supporting veterans in, which probably the last time I was here, we were probably in nine or 10, maybe. Yeah. I think it was nine. So, um, yeah. So just doubled our growth and what we provide and doing more cool partnership stuff. You know, obviously the cigars gets huge, you know, it's, uh, it's been a huge hit. Um, a lot of people are, you know, obviously, where do I buy it? Where do I get it? How do right. I get it? You know? And then the people that have smoked it are like, this is a great cigar. You know, this is a wonderful cigar. Like I had a dude uh, yesterday. Um, he hit me up and like, he, like he had a whole, like, uh, I'll read it to you. He's like, this is a really smooth cigar, medium to full complexity, really good taste and burn. You guys did a great job on this. I'm going to pick up another box when I'm uh, at my so- local cigar shop. Oh, yeah. So, you know, just the reviews that people are sending us, you know, are like right. phenomenal. So, um, yeah. And then, you know, last night we were we were at the Randy Rogers Band yeah. uh, concert. We're you know, pictures and videos. And yeah. Stuff. So that was pretty cool. You know, the two of the guys up on stage um, had smelt our cigars that we were smoking at the table and. We're like, hey, you know, we'd love to have one as well, you know. Right. And, uh, I mean, these guys have written for Chris Stapleton, Luke Combs, Taylor Swift. I mean, Luke Bryan, you know, all the big country artists. And, uh, you you know, they were up there singing the songs that they wrote, you know, that other artists made famous. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously Randy was up there singing his songs as well. But, you know, they were like, man, these are these are awesome cigars, you know, That's, so I love it. It's pretty cool. And then afterwards, you know, we we got to take a, a picture with them. Randy holding the the cigar box. So that was really cool. Uh, one of my favorite Texas country artists. So, yeah. you know, I was like a little kid in a candy shop. So, right. That is uh, on that note of people that smelled your cigars. When I first started working at Warfighter, uh, it was funny when you guys would tell me, like, y'all don't need to put banners out or anything. It's no. like people just smell it. And it's oh, yeah. like. It's like a dog when we, it smells an animal. They're like, we went wait, wait, wait. to a Dropkick Murphys concert in Austin. 
and uh obviously it's you know me scott big jim leon like the, the whole crew mm-hmm. and uh so we're at the concert and it's outdoors you know and like we're, when we're places like that, there's a shitload of people everything like we want to try to find a spot where we're kind of like you know we still have a good view yeah. but we're not just like that asshole that's has five guys six guys standing in the middle of the entire crowd just yeah. everyone's smoking a cigar oh yeah so we found a spot by a little tree on the side and uh so we're over there and we were hanging out the whole night in that one area and you know smoking cigars like we normally do and we had like four people that were like i saw you guys from across the thing <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah i'm gonna come over and smoke cigars with you because nobody's gonna say anything to me somewhere else and i'm yeah. like nobody really says anything anyways like they, they smell good yeah. Yeah. yeah you know like mm-hmm. i've never been in a place where somebody's been like uh sir can you can you smoke somewhere else yeah. or can yeah. you put that cigar out like i don't like the smell of that yeah. i've heard it with cigarettes and all yeah, but sure. most people's cigars are like man that smells delicious yeah, like, yeah, fuck <laughs> it <is." laughs> yeah. well it's it's classy if you're smoking a cigar you're automatically classy mm-hmm. Which we on the show like to disprove. So. Yeah, I was about to say <laughs> <laughs> that might be a stretch because I'm smoking one right now, and I don't know. It's like school in the summertime. Oh uh, yeah, no you know, class. You, you, you get out on one of these hunting trips, the class just goes uh, away, uh, man. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's y'all not so are, classy anymore. Y'all have hunting trips like fuck every weekend right now. I guess yeah, it's, it's I mean, time of year. Busy, yeah? busy time of year for us. Uh, hunting season, you know, for MLD tags has already kicked off. Yep. You know. Hunting season starts opening. Uh, opening whitetail season is the first weekend in November, and uh, we're shooting a lot of deer already. So yeah. hell yeah, doing the Lord's work, right? <laughs> so hey, you gotta eat, right? You Absolutely. Eat, you know, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I I went down uh, to the Cordis Ranch a couple weeks ago, a week ago, and shot a big axis mm-hmm. uh, for my birthday. Yeah. So my my wife got me an axis hunt for my birthday. Nice. So. So that was cool, and then you know we just we just hosted uh, uh, the, the fighting sixty ninth, yeah. So, which is a really cool story. Those guys uh, were the National Guard unit stationed in New York. Um, <laughs> Nasty when, uh, girls represent, yeah. <laughs> but uh, on on September eleventh, they were the activated National Guard unit that was on the scene at oh, Ground wow. Zero. Yeah, and uh, after you know fulfilling that mission of. Uh, security uh, downtown. They ended up deploying to Baghdad together, and uh, and they wrote a book about it. And all the guys that we've hosted, this is our third hunt that we've hosted a camaraderie unit hunt with them. Uh, all of the guys from the unit that um, come to the hunt sign sign the book for me. So it's pretty cool. That's fucking. Uh, I had never. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. That's fucking odd. That's that's kind of crazy going from like day one to then going overseas and it's oh. just like yeah we've been doing this since day one yeah. like it's yeah. fucking wild Started from the bottom now we're here yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah it's really cool crazy. too go one of the guys that came on the hunt the first year uh treated a guy down range oh uh what's his name doc uh doc papadopoulos Pop, yeah i sat a blind with them for the weekend yeah so Dude doc stories yeah. <laughs> but doc Treated a wounded guy downrange, medevaced home, came to Bamsi, and he was my patient at the hospital. Holy like, fuck. Like, how small of a world is that? Yeah. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. And this dude, 16 years later, came on a hunt with Hero Sports in South Texas. He still lives in New York. Yep. And came on a hunt, and we treated the same guy, just him downrange, me back here at the hospital. That's fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah. How does that even like come up in conversation? Because I, you know, the guy that reached out to me to start taking 
uh, their veterans hunting was didn't ask for a free hunt. You know, yeah. he reached out to Hero Sports and was like, I want to do a unit camaraderie hunt with my guys that, you know, that we deployed with. And do you know any discounted places that would give us a good deal on a hunt? And my response was, is, well, we'll take you on a hunt. Like, Fuck it's yeah. not going to be a discounted hunt. It's going to be, we're going to take you on a hunt yeah. and provide this to you guys for your service. And that's how it started. And like, I didn't know the guy that had reached out from Adam, yeah. you know, he just sent me an email. And um, so we got to talking and I was like, you guys know any guys, you know, from New York that were wounded? And he was like, yeah, yeah, we know some guys. I was like, you guys know a guy named Felix Vargas? He was like, Vargas? He's like, you know Vargas? And I was like, well, yeah, I know. I, I treated him, you know, he's like, yeah. oh man, wait till Doc gets here. He's right. like, Doc treated him when he got wounded downrange, you know? And I was like, oh man, this is like, holy shit. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty dope, you know, just uh world gets smaller every day very true so very true um but yeah that was just one of the many cool stories that uh that you hear down there with those guys just because you know they have some tremendous stories they really do they do man for sure you went through some shit yeah so it's really cool and then we have 30 more hunts coming up in the <laughs> next <laughs> four months you know so um is it mainly just like axis or yeah what are some of the upcoming ones you guys have <laughs> yeah oh uh, let's see here uh well it's you know it's about to be whitetail season uh hogs for sure um i know some guys that are going on a uh, sandhill crane hunt here pretty soon uh fuck, from fuck from new guys. mexico yeah yeah there's uh some of our new mexico boys and some of our san antonio crew are going to meet up and do a sandhill crane hunt so um ribeye in the sky yeah so I'm I'm excited about that one as well. We have uh yeah, man, just a bunch of whitetails. Um we have a, a property up in Pipe Creek also that yep. uh that we're gonna take some guys out on some hunts for. So we have some uh some some bucks that we need to shoot up there and uh some does and if there's some axis walking around, you know, they might get schwacked too. But <laughs> uh, uh, Un- unalived. But, uh, you know, you know, I mean, just really any kind of hunt that we can provide, you know, is, is really what we, what we try to do. And, you know, the, the hunt is 10% of the experience, you know, 90% of it is, is hanging out with other veterans and shooting the shit and having fun and just being in the outdoors, you know, kicking back and relaxing and leaving everything that you have going on at home, at home. Right. And just being out there. And and decompressing, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that that is uh, ultimately what the hunting experience is for us. It's not the shooting of the animal, which also provides food, you know, right. for their family. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that is just such a small part of it. And, um, you know, I think that that's why the hunting experiences that we provide truly make an impact, you know. And I think, you know, John can attest and, you know, you saw at the dog and knife hunt Absolutely. last year. You know, that's that's what it is, yeah. you know, and it's just people leaving three or four days later after the hunt, going back home changed. Absolutely. You know? and, uh, and and not only that, but it it it, um, it gives them a resource. Right. When they are struggling, when they get back home to someone to reach out to. Yeah, They have a network now. Yeah, yes. they have a network, you know, so they know that they can reach out to us, you know, and if I don't answer. They can call John or they can call Sam or they can call Justin or they yeah. can call right. Mikey or whoever, you know, and prime example, we were in a uh, a meeting the other day 
and we had a veteran who was struggling reaching out. They called me first, and I was speaking at the meeting. They immediately called Mikey next, yeah. and Mikey picked up the phone and walked out of the meeting, and and talked the guy off the ledge. Yeah. yeah, you know, and that's you know that's the impact that I think that we have is is it's uh, truly keeping people from the dark side. Oh, absolutely. You know? So well, that's it's like everybody always says. I'd rather I'd rather sit on the phone with you for an hour than speak at your funeral or what's the right. the there's that one saying I can't think of off the top of my head but it's like I'd rather listen to your problems for however long I need to for sure than yeah. get that that phone call saying that I can't hear yeah. you anymore like yeah. it's it's not worth it it's a fucking terrible decision and it's it's a, it's a permanent permanent solution for a temporary problem absolutely. Sure. absolutely like it does it always does get better and yeah. it, and it can it can get better if you put yourself in right. in groups that hero sports provides and yeah. you go out there one thing that that i've kind of noticed is i always hear about people talking about like oh hunting's great and and everything and they talk like you said kind of like about about the hunt piece right. not as many people talk about like yeah the hunt was cool but that was in reality, about five to 10 minutes of the whole day. For sure. The, the really amazing part where you build those friendships and those bonds is sitting in the blind or back around the fire, yep. back at the, the house, just talking shit, smoking cigars, yeah. drinking. Like that was the part that like, that I took away the most is it was like, I no, everybody can take a joke. We're all having a good time. And that is the sole yeah. purpose of the trip. Have a good time and build that network. Because you've been around on a couple hunts and you, you, <laughs> So you got some of the, the uh, the infamous hunts that that you've been on. Yeah, I'm very lucky. You've been on you've been on the dog and knife hunt. This yes. motherfucker's got all the good shit. You've been on the gator hunt. I, I told you earlier, I'm just riding John's coattails. All as far as it'll take me. Uh, this the, motherfucker's uh, been on all the good shit. So the dog and knife hunt, you really got to experience the campfire. Uh, you know, campfire talk. Yes. Um, and even hanging out in the blinds, just because the blinds. You know, a lot of the blinds they have on that property, they're, you know, two or three man blinds, but then they got the Hilton. The Hilton, baby. It's got <laughs> a, a bed spot. and a toilet. Like, <laughs> yeah. you fit six dudes in that blind. Yeah, easily. And, you know, none of the animals care. You're having a full blown conversation. They just come yeah. out and say hi. The animals do. It's Fuck. crazy. Yeah. But, well, uh, you know, that one, like sitting in a blind in that, like, it's so much fun. Yeah. Uh, and then the campfire hanging around, like that weekend, that hunt is like one day, essentially. Yeah. It's Saturday, sun up to sundown. Yeah. Uh, and then if you want to go out Sunday morning and sit in a blind, you can, but you're not going to see anything because we just scared every animal out of a thousand <laughs> acres. Yes. Um, but so that hunt specifically has, it's a very intimate form of hunting, just the what is going on, how the hunt is. But on top of that, the conversations that are had, the hosts, um, you know, the landowner, all the people, the the support guys that, you know, for the landowner that help out to facilitate everything that's going on. They've been doing it, you know, for four years now, yeah. right? Um, uh, well, actually, this January will be our fifth annual. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So we, we just completed our fourth annual there. And, uh, but they're so good at what they do and making yeah. sure everything goes smooth and nobody, I mean, you don't, you never have to ask for something, mm -hmm. nothing like, yeah. Hey, I need a, a nap. Nope. The nap, they're right there. Like yeah. you never have to ask for a single thing. Um, but the conversations that are had are just fucking phenomenal. Absolutely. Yeah. And then no. the, the gator hunt too. Same thing. Half the time we're just hanging around. Yep. <laughs> yeah, getting William unstuck out of water. Pretty much. <laughs> I was, I was very disappointed he didn't get stuck a single time we were yeah, down there. It was really? fairly dry out there. Yeah. yeah. Although yeah. his wife, 
definitely called him out, which I thought was oh, yeah. hilarious. That's, that's half the time. It's how, why he gets stuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but it's fucking, it's awesome. But y'all don't just do hunts though. No, uh, we do fishing trips. Uh, so we're trying to expand and do more fishing next year. Uh, we did a few offshore trips um, this past year and doing some freshwater stuff. So that's, uh, it's not my passion, but I know it's, popular in the veteran community. So we try to provide it, um, you know, sports from softball to basketball to any kind of sport, you know, that we support, um, you know, obviously softball is the biggest one that we do. It's the most recreational slash competitive sport that we provide. Well, softball is about the only sport that a 40 year old retired guy that is not in the, the only shape he's in is round. Can, <laughs> Yes. I'm not talking about you. <laughs> I'm just talking about. He was, he was, he was, I resemble that remark. Yeah. He was talking around you. Yeah. Oh, around you. Yeah. You know, but they can be. Yeah. It can be competitive for sure. And it's not. You're. You're not. I wouldn't say you're not going to get injured, but you're very. You're less likely to get injured doing that than you sure. are trying to do like flag football or you know. Yeah. And you can do it with. It's it's adaptive for sure. You know, you don't have to be a hundred percent able bodied. Yeah. You know, I run a fucking thirteen minute two mile. Like, no, yeah, I just got off my couch. I've been on it for two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not only that, but you know, there's different levels too. You can play like in a recreational league, or you can play co-ed, or you know, like if you have a significant other that also likes to play. So, you know, there's variations of softball that make it easy for you to participate. Yeah. So, um, but you know, Mikey and I and Jules all went down to the military world's tournament in florida yeah. um but you know that's the highest level of yeah. military softball uh where you have really competitive teams guys that are professionals that are you know rep for all the major you know brands brands and stuff, and yeah. stuff you know and these these guys get paid to play softball and you know so you can have very very competitive to very very recreational and yeah. kind of you know on a tuesday night if you want to get out and play slow pitch softball in utah you know like we we provide that you know or right you know, if you want to play on one of our more competitive teams and travel around the country, we we have those options as well. So um, just softball is pretty easy to facilitate. I have a question for before someone puts in our comment section in okay. the recreational, like the for fun stuff are alcoholic beverages allowed in the dugout. <laughs> uh, it depends on the city and where you're playing. Yeah, fair enough. But there you go. These kinds of cups, you know, make very good alcoholic beverage yeah they're almost like alcohol beverage suppressors fair, fair. Yeah. Yeah. these are like alcohol beverage suppressors <laughs> you, know? you just don't need a tax stamp yeah you just don't need the stamp <laughs> you know but uh you know no one really comes and says hey what's in your cup but if you have a beer can yeah, yeah that's pretty obvious came in, you can't drink yeah oh, my bad so uh but yeah no i would say that uh, adult beverages are it's kind of like bowling, right? You can't go bowling and not have an adult beverage. Hundred percent. Yeah. Who so, so you, you, most people don't softball Those, without the people an adult that go beverage. bowling that 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 don't drink. Yes, are the same people that do sock shoe. <laughs> <shoes. laughs> God, please don't ever let this die. I don't want him ever to move. Oh, it'll past never this. die. Please, I, I fucking don't. I talk everybody now. Yes, and I'm like I have one question, and mm -hmm. and our friendship is based on this. Absolutely, Mike Parker. Oh yeah, I have one question. Our partnership is based on this. <laughs> <laughs> when you put your socks and shoes on, okay, do you do sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or do you do sock, shoe, sock, shoe? 
sock sock shoe shoe. Goddamn Ooh. right. Oh. It was risky. Yeah, I know. He I was paused worried for a, a second. Minute. I was like, Mike, oh, God, just lie at this point. Like, who does sock shoe, sock Fucking shoe? Fucking psychopaths. That's who. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you know you have a psychopath working for you? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, yeah. I, almost, I, was, I found that out when I was driving to Houston for the clay shoot with Mikey. Really? And he told me, and I almost pulled over and kicked him the fuck out of my truck. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? That's weird to have one sock and one shoe on and like a bare foot. Right? You know, the That's- even weirder part is he claims it's more efficient, which in no universe does that make sense. I, it's, it, it is, it's not even about efficiency. No, it's just about being a human. Yeah. Like, well, his perform- performance review is coming up here pretty soon. So. <laughs> that's yeah. going to be like the, number, like the, the interview. That's the first question. Okay. It needs to lead off. With, so we heard about how you put your sock shoes on. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, automatically. So we have a severance package. <laughs> Thanks for your service. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, that was. We spent about an hour and a half on one of our episodes just roasting the fuck out of Mikey. Well, and it's one of our best performing videos so yeah. far. So, uh-huh. well, I mean, it's a valid fucking point. Oh, yeah. It's valid yeah. for sure. Yeah, nope. he's just yeah, that's, he's just wrong. that's weird. Sock shoe, sock shoe. Yeah. yeah, like no, that's not a thing. Yeah, I did the the only other answer that I've gotten that it actually kind of makes a little bit of sense, but not really, was sock sock pants shoe shoe. In very limited cases. Yeah, and it was explained to me that if they're really high socks. It's easier to put like knee like knee high like hunting socks. It's really it's easier to put those on, and then it is to try to roll your pant leg all the way up. I was like, I can see that. That makes sense. I'm still not going to do it. But I've been it, on a lot of sense. hunts. I've been on a lot. Of, like I've been to a lot of hunts. And I I've, mean, there's some hunts I've, that I'll run around with a sock on, just one. Uh, but it won't be on my feet. I'm not wearing anything else. <laughs> Normally, you don't even have the sock on that. You, you, you caught my attention very quickly with that statement. I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, normally it's just streaking. That used to be my running joke. Like, yeah. I'm going to show up at your party in a light coat of CLP in one sock, not on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, we have, uh, man, we got, we do so many different things. Outside of just sports and outdoors and recreation type things like we're next weekend, we're a part of a fall festival uh, here, which is, you know, bouncy houses and pumpkin patch and stuff for the kiddos. Yeah, stuff for kids. And, you know, there's a a rodeo actually going on at the same event with uh, live music. So, you know, it's more of a community based event. But uh, at the same time, you know, we encourage veterans to come out and, and, and service members to come out to the event. So. Um, we're doing a, uh, a pairing dinner with a local, uh, Freetail brewing here in San Antonio. Oh, cool. Uh, it's like a five course meal, you know, with paired with a, one of their, you know, beers that they have. So, uh, there's, there's just all kinds of things, man, between the actual things that we provide for veterans and service members, but then the things that allow us to provide those opportunities, you know, yeah. have to be there as well. So, you know, obviously like cigars you know cigars now that we have a hero sports cigar that people are able to to buy those proceeds go to provide more opportunities a pairing dinner you know you wouldn't think oh a nonprofit organization would do a pairing dinner yeah. you know it's just, you know not traditional and we're very non-traditional anyway right. so um but yeah i mean it's like good food and beer goes together and people can come buy a plate yeah. and drink some beer and taste some you know they have a a wonderful chef that's preparing this meal and 
you know, you can come, come support that way, you know? Yeah. So we, we try to provide to our supporters as well, many various different ways that they can participate because it's not cookie cutter, you know, yeah. everybody likes to support in their own way. Yeah. So, well, it's cool that you offer stuff where it's just for the veteran, like the hunts and stuff where it's just the veteran comes out and goes on the hunt, but then you also offer stuff where it's like the veteran and the veteran's family can come and enjoy an evening, like at the for fall sure. festival, yeah. like bring the family out, come get yeah. pictures yeah. with the pumpkins, with the kiddos or just the wife or whatever. Like you still, you offer kind of both ends of the spectrum. It's not just that one avenue of approach. Yeah. No, a hundred percent, man. So, uh, did I just see a ghost? You did. <laughs> uh, one of uh, one of the hosts just showed up, so yeah. we're gonna pause real quick and uh, do some rearranging. Yeah, so. hey. we'll be right back. Hey, did you see Max Verstappen beat Lewis Hamilton at Coda? I did. By like a fucking hot minute. By like four and a half seconds. Yeah, which in F one is like it's like three six days. days. Yeah. yeah it's like <laughs> Like, yeah. I mean, he was trouncing him so bad when they turned the Hamilton radio on. Mercedes was like, yeah, go ahead and just back off, Hamilton. We're just going to go ahead and save the engine. <laughs> like, you, can, you can't catch him. <laughs> like, well, Did you see uh, Bubba Wallace had like that whole interaction and like nothing happened. NASCAR didn't punish him and everything. But social media is just like, fuck this guy. Like people are making like 20 minute documentaries about like, Here's what he did that was an asshole move. Here's another instance where, was, like, there was a guy being medically attended to after an accident, and Bubba Wallace walks up and throws a cup of water in his face because he hit his car during his accident. It was he's like, always been like that. Yeah. Fuck you, guy. Like, right. He's always been like that. Yeah. Now, in all fairness, like Hamilton in F1 is now it's it's confirmed he's the greatest of all time. And not on like opinion. No. So he's tied. He's tied Schumacher for the most world championships. Mm -hmm. But now he has more podiums and more pole positions than Schumacher. Yeah. So just on the numbers. Yeah. Right. He's 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 the greatest of all time. Yeah. The problem is, is he is also a whiny bitch. Yes. So like it's like I need you. You need to go to the tape. I think he went out on turn 20. Yeah. We need to go to the tape. We need to check this. We need to go to the tape. You got to do this. Like half of his wins come from now. That's a strategy, right? Like ping your opponent for every little infraction that you can get yeah. them on. And if you're driving perfect and you can get them for every little mistake, mm -hmm. that also, all adds on time. But also his teammate was a very stellar driver that would take the back seat for a lot of it. And so he would put himself yeah. behind to back everybody what, off. I like, loved what he yeah. did though. So oh, the, his co-pilot when he or his wingman essentially who was like, I don't win so he can win. But if you want that to continue to happen, then I need to feel like I'm properly appreciated here at Mercedes Patronus. Mm -hmm. And then there was like a behind the scenes deal that was cut, and all of a sudden, uh, oh. Botas is his name was very okay with being <laughs> number Second two place. to Mercedes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, how much money was that? How much money is it to go like? I'm a professional second place it's driver. It's gonna be right? more money than you'd make if you won. Right? It's got to be like, I'm willing to give up the glory. This microphone's like Mikey's dick. It doesn't stay up. <laughs> <laughs> also noted on this performance review. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, I'm not sure when I'm going to cut this in, but Jeff showed up. Hey! When we say mediocre at best, we don't even know what hosts are showing up to the show. In so. all fairness, I did tell you this morning that I was a soft maybe. Soft maybe. maybe. Like it was he gave like, me a soft maybe. And then... Uh, 
And yeah. then, uh, and then I was reminded that Barker was coming here. So given the opportunity to hey. come shit on Barker, I had to, you I know. had to take it. How you been, buddy? I bring out the best in people. <laughs> <laughs> How you been? I haven't uh, seen you in a while. I've been good, man. Just, uh, ripping and running like always, you know, um, things are good. Good. Can't complain. No. And if yeah, I, I do, a- no one listens, so. It's fucking true. Y'all got a little little event coming up, which uh, we need it's to- It's not a little event. It's not yeah. a little event. Uh, apparently, Marcus it's huge. no event. idea what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> no clue. <laughs> so it's not that at all. It's a tournament. Do you know what the tournament's for? Uh, I know it's games. What kind of games? Board game, table games. Board games. You're almost there. a clue. It's a clue tournament. This table is risk. This table is clue. He's almost there with tabletop tournaments. Table he was top? like, it's a table game. So yeah, it's a table it's, game. It's, yeah. uh, it's warfare. It's it's tabletop warfare. It's miniature warfare. Yeah. And uh, we have a huge veteran community that participates. And uh, there's a big gaming club here in town that uh, when they became a club had to be, a, they became a 501c3. Yeah. And to, but if you do that, you your money has to go somewhere. Yeah. Like if you're going to be a nonprofit club and get those perks, then you can't have holdings. So to dump their holdings, they do charity tournaments. Yeah. And um, they came to us and asked if we would host and uh, and help out and use my connections for some stuff. And I was like, sure. Where's your money going? Yeah. And they told me something about fucking kids or something or another. Whoa. <laughs> and Whoa. I was like, <laughs> was, was there a comma in there? Yeah. Okay. But you get to decide where the comma goes. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they were like, we give it to uh, kids without arms or some shit. I don't know what the fuck it was. And, uh, and I was like, okay, cool. But I know the shit bag that's got this thing that he does for. Yeah. Super shit without arms. Super shit. And uh, for veterans without arms. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, we just did one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, and given the, the people that belong to the club and the relationships that we have, and this is military city USA, it was not a hard pitch to go like, Hey, I have this connection to this charity and it's for veterans. And and I actually know where the money goes. I know the work that gets done. Yeah. Uh, I'll do it but I want the money to go over there. And uh, there's four of them on their board. And then two of them were with me and they're like, we don't have a problem, but we've got to float it by the whole board for sure. And literally the next morning they called me and they were like, we looked them up and actually one of our board members is familiar with them. We're hundred percent on board. So now we've been uh, rocking and rolling to turn this into as like as big of a spectacle as we possibly can. So it's uh, I hear there's going to be a few adult beverages drink one or two. (laughs) One or two. So, I, uh, can you repeat what you told us about some of the strategies that those guys have? Because mm. I thought this is fucking awesome. <laughs> so the the game we're playing relies heavily on dice rolls. There's a bit of strategy and stuff that goes into it for how you move and where you move and all that kind of stuff. But it relies heavily on dice rolls. That's how you get the randomization of the game, right? Yeah. Well, if you don't like the way your dice rolled, there is a way to improve that roll. And that is to buy a beer for your opponent. So we're... We have a, a bunch of breweries that are stepping up and donating the beer. Uh, so if you buy any of the charity beer, it will buy you a reroll. And so the the a lot of the strategy for these guys is, oh, I really don't like my dice today. And you just keep shoveling beer <laughs> down your opponent until essentially you get them drunk enough that they just make bad decisions. And that's oh. how you win. Oh. Can you pre-buy the the like the re-rolls and just use them when you need them. <laughs> just to get, that I should. No, I just, I just, like, I just want yeah. the dude to like walk up to the table and there's like already 10 beers just sitting there. And just yeah. like, Hi. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Knowing these dudes, you've never played that game. You could come to that tournament and if you did that for the opponent, they'd just be like, yeah, you win. 
<laughs> We're good. Next thing you know, I'm going to Worlds. Yeah. Just like, I don't know what, I've never played a game a single time. Everyone just quit. <laughs> Somebody just gave yeah. me these. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what this That's does. That's a bold strategy. I like it. Yeah. So, um, so it's pretty cool. We've got yeah. a, a lot of involvement, a lot of, um, a lot of support that's coming in. Uh, your friends over at Silver Eagle, they're they're helping out and doing some stuff. Nice. And, uh, I know those guys pretty well. Yeah. So uh, we're very, very excited. We're going to be doing some uh, some cool stuff. But we're excited to be raising money for you guys. And, and uh, yeah. I mean, essentially, we have an excuse to throw a three-day party and play games and then feel good about it at the end because we gave it to somebody who gave it away. <laughs> right. so, no. But uh, if you yeah. love what you do, you never work a day so in your life. If you're listening, there's multiple ways to get involved uh, with that charity giveaway. Um, one, you can go buy these because, fuck, they're good. You can go buy the cigars and give that yeah. money. But uh, if you get a hold of my store at Battle Pub, we will figure out how to take your money and give it to uh, to Hero Sports. Because uh, the goal is over the three day fundraiser that weekend, the goal is we would like to, the goal is to, we want to cut you guys a $10,000 check. So hell yeah, that's the plan over the three days. So yeah. that'll, that'll be awesome. Uh, it will allow us to continue to impact yeah. our community. I can't guarantee so, yeah. that's what the check's going to be, but that's the goal. Yeah. And that's what we're going to keep telling everybody because we're yeah. really close. So I want to like, I want to no. get one of those stupid like meter things and be like, <laughs> <laughs> how drunk are you motherfuckers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're just going to lower that. Yeah, we need to get this going. <laughs> but yeah. uh, now we want to do no, good work awesome. and, uh, and a lot of these guys know you. We we have players and stuff that do hunt guides for you and stuff yeah. like that. So uh, yeah, it's, I think it's going to be a good time. If nothing else, we're going to have a, a fucking good time and I'm going right. to get you some big annoying check. Like some big four foot by eight foot yep. master. Absolutely. So you fucking, I'll make sure Mikey's there to receive yeah. it. Out of plywood though. <laughs> out of plywood. It's, plywood. Like, <laughs> gonna, it's gonna be like a three man carry to get it out of the building. Hundred percent. Y'all gonna be walking out like pivot, pivot. <laughs> it won't be to be like fucking jazz. This is not fucking funny. It could be a regular size check. Yeah. But, uh, no, that's awesome, man. We're excited about that, man. We're uh, and definitely appreciative. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, yeah, so. How's your cigar doing? Good. It's going really good. Um, mm -hmm. we, uh, we've got a bunch of shops that have done reorders uh, and definitely bumped their numbers up on their reorders. Um, but yeah, we're uh, waiting on our next shipment to come in before we get them live on the website. Yeah. And once that happens, then we'll have enough inventory. Um, I don't know. I think I'm going to try and buy some more. Okay. <laughs> They're good. They're very good. I'm just going to buy them all out so people can't buy them. That's it. No, so the uh, secondary market. Is I actually, uh, the underground. I want to get with you offline. I'll talk a little bit about here, but I want to go more in depth with it offline with you. Um, I read this big white paper actually about uh, using, using gaming for the same reason that you're using sports. Yep. Um, and they did this big psychology thing about, because what it takes away is it takes away trigger decision because it sure. all has to become analytical decision. Mm -hmm. So you can't do responsive decision making. For sure. Um, but because of that and the store growing and stuff like that, we want to start instituting that. But we want to start a uh, a competition team for the store that then goes to these big tournaments and represents the store and stuff like for that. For sure. But if we're going to do that, I want to do it for more than, hey, I'm just repping my store. Like yeah. I want it to be for a reason. For sure. Uh, we'd love to talk to you about maybe doing a collab on some jerseys and for doing sure. like a hero sports kind of gaming division and let us kind of spearhead that. And Yeah, no, for sure. And, you know, even before during uh, COVID, you know, when everybody was stuck at home, like we thought about offering esports, right? Like e-gaming, you know, esports. I'm a dumb motherfucker, so I don't know how to run that shit, you know? <laughs> so, uh, 
heavy object pickup put over here. Like I'm good at that. But yeah, uh, yeah, man, we would love to expand. You were uh, a combat medic. Yeah, motherfucker. When you're, <laughs> when you're lying on the battlefield, yeah, you're your not, fucking ass ain't fucking <laughs> ain't, ain't very uh, light. Let me tell you, like, I don't so, know shit. He yeah. was just going in I every time. Lives, but I don't know shit. Yeah, he was yeah. just praying it was a motherfucker like me. Where he's like, oh fuck yeah, skinny one. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Why don't all the fucking light motherfuckers get hurt? You know, Why all the, all the fucking, smaller targets. Yeah, smaller targets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always the big dudes. Good at dodgeball. Yeah, it's always but, guys uh, like Mikey for sure. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, nah, man. Uh, uh, you know, would love to love to be able to expand what we do. And I, I tell people all the time, like what we provide at hero sports is mostly because the veteran community has come to us and said, Hey, would you guys support this? You know? And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah we talked yeah. a little bit on the phone. It's yeah. like, look, I don't know anything about it, but if you're saying you've got a crew, then yeah, for sure. Well, let's rock you know? and roll. So, I mean, we had a guy reach out one time and, you know, he was a competitive uh, ping pong player, you know, and, that was his jam. You know, yeah. he's an army veteran, plays ping pong. That was like three, three, four years yeah. ago. Yeah. You know, and I was like, well, it's not my jam, but it's your jam. I'll pay for it. You know, so we started paying for his entry fee into tournaments. And, you know, that was his outlet, ping pong. Yeah. You know, so it just, whatever it is, you know, if we can support it, we do. You know, and it's yeah. just, if we can't, we we say we can't. You that's, know? that's one of the best sports, sport names, I think. Because like they, they figured out how to play this game and they're like, fuck, what do we call it? Guys like oh, I don't know. Ping. The other guys like pong. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, 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 it's called an onomatopoeia. <laughs> to, to be uh, to be completely accurate, when you're playing competitively, it's, it's called tennis. table tennis. Yeah. Well, because it doesn't go ping pong anymore. It goes. Shit, fucking Serena Williams in the background. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that shit's yeah. wild. Does see one of those ones that's like 15 feet off the back of the table? Bro, fucking fuck. I'll show you some videos, yes. man. It is fucking I phenomenal. Can't, I can't get more than three pings to a pong. <laughs> like if I'm standing on the table yeah. and you had it on a string, like yeah. I wouldn't be able to. He's, he's really phenomenal. I mean, and the people that he plays against are like high level ranked. It's like, wild. Like national people, you know, same similar, you know, that travel in around from anywhere in the right. country and, and play table tennis. And, and the speeds are just ludicrous. Stupid. Like Stupid. They're throwing like fuck. It. They're like hitting curveballs. These dudes too. Oh, That's the sure. other thing. All the like spin control. Yeah, and the, for sure. I always, I always love it when they're like they have the pro guy play the amateur and he hits it like almost like left yeah. to right and it goes up and then just goes bing off to the right and the dude's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm that good yeah. at this. Yeah. Or it's still like bouncing and then going forward, it like bounces and goes like backwards to the right. Yeah, yeah. you're like yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. There's like a. I don't know how he ended up down this rabbit hole, but somehow I saw one video that came across my TikTok of a dude pitching wiffle balls. Oh, that's And then insane. I ended up down yeah. that rabbit hole for like oh, three for hours. Sure. Oh, I'm yeah. just going like that. It's not. Yeah. Physics doesn't work like this. Yeah. <laughs> like this isn't. <laughs> I don't, know, a, like, I don't know what extra planar entity you cut the deal with to do that. <laughs> yeah. Like Justin said, watching those guys, yeah. like not, I wouldn't really say professional wiffle ball. I mean, they probably fucking are. are. They're probably they are. professional. They're sure. professional wiffle ball guys. But pitching to like just Steve from the neighborhood. Yep. And like he dives out of the way and this curveball and it hits yeah. the still hits zone. that little and it's just like, thing. what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen the, the videos on TikTok of the dudes that have like leagues and they live stream it and oh, sure. they've got their own set of rules and everything. Like it's fucking, yeah. that was another thing that came from COVID. Yeah. 
That yeah, was wiffle People were just like, we're, let's just make something that isn't really popular, really fun and popular. Yeah. It's like, uh, did you guys ever hear about that? So speaking of the table tennis thing, before COVID, there was this club that opened up in New York called Spin. And it was a private mm. table tennis club. And it was like all of these fucking celebrities huh. that lived in New York were all part of this ping pong club. And apparently it's where Prince Doug hung out before he died. Really? Oh. Wow. And apparently Prince was like hella good at ping pong. Really? I heard there's some celebrity that has a Prince story about it's how Jimmy he, Fallon. Yes. Jimmy <laughs> Fallon. Yes. It, it, but, uh, wow. but I guess like. They played him for like 10 grand or something like that. But there's a, some other celebrity opened it. One of the, Hmm. some actress opened this place called Spin and it's like a bar and private tennis table or table tennis club. And uh, I don't know if it survived the lockdown thing, but it was fucking wild. I don't know. Never heard of it, but now now I'm intrigued. Speaking of wild fucking sports. So I found out, so several of my friends are big disc golf players and uh, I like disc golf, but that's just, I'm going for a walk with some beer. Like it's not, I don't. I don't know if I would say I play that game. I hit a lot of trees. I, I feel like your version of playing disc golf is like my version of playing actual golf. Hundred percent. No, it's exactly <laughs> that. Same yes. outfit and everything. Like, yes. yeah, it's, it's identical. I've, I've seen John play golf. Yeah, I just I've, I drink. I've, <laughs> I've played golf with John. Yeah. He's wearing this. It's those shoes and everything. This is, it is. That's and, the outfit. Uh, yep. <laughs> but he, we were hanging out yesterday, and uh, and he was like, "Did you hear about this?" pro disc golf player and like well they've been around for a while and he's like no this one's making legitimate money really and i was like i was like well i think some of them like make 100 grand a year whatever and he's like no 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 this dude now has a contract playing disc golf and his contract is 10 million dollars jesus wow as a disc golf player and i was like okay there's only like two big disc golf companies there's a bunch of little ones but there's only two big ones yeah so i was like is it a Nova? And he's like, no, it's Discraft. And I was like, yeah, it's, that's the only, yeah. there's only two of <laughs> yeah. them. Like it's Pepsi or Coke. One of the two. Yeah. And so <laughs> apparently Discraft thinks that they're going to get enough return on investment selling wow. discs that they're paying this dude $10 million. Wow. Was it uh that Brody Smith guy? No, it's not him. It's some really? other fucking dude. And, uh, I guess he's won the worlds like a couple times or whatever, but interesting. Yeah. Huh. Apparently uh, follow your dreams, kids. Cause yeah, you never know where that sure. money's going to come from. Like yeah. uh, in the well, age of social media, you can make money doing fucking anything nowadays. Yeah. Seriously. Well, and that, that's, you know, that's the cool part. I think about what we do is we're not cookie cutter. And if it's your jam and you like it and we can help support it, you know, we try to, you know? So, I mean, whatever obscurity sport it is, or a mainly a mainstream sport, you know, I mean, we, we try to do that. And then obviously the outdoor stuff we do yeah. a lot. So, I mean, but, uh, you know, uh, my buddy, Corey Anderson is fighting for the Bellator title, yeah. um, November the 18th in Chicago. And we're taking some veterans up to that. So, I mean, That's just, awesome. you know, just, uh, support those who support you. Right. Oh, you're taking them back to the combat zone. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, man. So, uh, and then the <laughs> weekend before rack. that, yeah. the weekend before that is um, Frankie Edgar's last fight in the UFC. So uh, I'm, I was invited to go up to that. So nice. I'm going to go, uh, go up and and watch his last fight in the UFC, which will be very very cool. Yeah, we're gonna take him some some cigars. You some know, cigars. Yeah. Where was that? You just sent us a picture of a. Uh, some guys smoking the Hero Sports cigar. Oh, the Ranger, Randy Rogers concert. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Randy Rogers last night uh, was doing a fundraiser golf tournament up in uh, Spring Branch, and uh, two of the guys that are huge songwriters in Nashville were there singing their songs that other people made really, really famous. 
And uh, they both were like, we want to try one of those cigars. So they were up there smoking them on stage. So it was really awesome. They do, uh, they do catch, catch the nose quite well. Yeah. Oh man, they're phenomenal. Um, what does catch the nose? Like it smells good. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) what, uh, what events do you have coming up that, um, people can be involved in? Do you have any banquets or fundraisers or anything like that happening? So, uh, traditionally, uh, in the San Antonio area, we do our fundraisers in May and September. So we do, uh, sit down dinner, which you guys came to in May. And then we do a, a dove hunt fundraiser in September, uh, in California, we do, uh, a sit down dinner as well out in, uh, in Clovis, California. Uh, we're looking to expand one next year out in Salt Lake city. Nice. Um, so me and Vince have been on the phone trying to get a date for that. So, uh, hopefully we'll be launching that soon. Nice. Um, our banquet dinner that we did in Clovis last in September, um, Chuck Liddell came to. Oh, cool. And uh, now he's agreed to do a, a golf tournament out there, the Chuck Liddell Golf Tournament, Benefiting Hero Sports. Oh, so yeah. That's pretty cool. We also obviously have the Justin Gagey Golf Tournament that uh, he does for us every year. So MMA fighters and veterans understand each other very well. That's weird. They, uh, <laughs> you know, they they understand the grind and starting something at the bottom getting, and something about getting punched in the face, I think is, yeah. Yeah. Just continually getting the shit kicked <laughs> out of you <laughs> and having a smile every day. I fucking love my life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really though. Yeah. Get up the so, next morning and be like, well, I'm yeah. above dirt. Can't be that bad. Yeah. Like, Let's go yeah. do it again. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, we have every, we have something going on every weekend now until December the 17th. Uh, and then December the 17th, we kind of, Shut it down for the holidays and New yep. Year, and then we uh, we kick off the year every year with the uh, dog and knife hunt at the Caraba yeah, Ranch. God damn right! And uh, <laughs> that's our first event uh, of the year every year. So always look forward to that one because yeah. that one is uh, man, it's fun. It's a hoot. It is. <laughs> Not, yeah, I mean, it, and, and the crazy part too is is like you know we go there once a year and do a hunt mm-hmm. but i talk to those guys probably once a month i fucking i talk you know, to grant all the time yeah you know, grant, <laughs> grant and ronnie yep. and you know the whole crew of of mason you know mason wants yep. me to come out and and hunt with them over by houston you know so it's you don't it's not a one and done you know no. it's like you you build these relationships and it's more than just the hunt you know and and i think that's why you know what we do is is so successful is cuz we're getting fr- in front of veterans having problems because they're able to unite and connect with people. And now they have resources that help them get in front of some of the issues that they may be going through. So absolutely. So you, you don't have problems if you're in front of the problem. Right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so I think that's what kind of resonates with people with what we do and, you know, you can come to a hunt, but then you can go play slow pitch softball and then you can go play table gaming and then you can go to a concert or to a UFC fight or, you know, like I appreciate the effort on that one. You were fucking, you were right there, but <laughs> <laughs> he looked at me with panic in his eyes too. He was just like, gaming. it's some table game. Whatever the fuck jazz does. <laughs> <laughs> that shit right there. Whatever he does. No, to be fair, as someone who's listening to a lot of conversations, of you talking to your other gaming friends, my, it's so fu- like my it's eyes. Not even, it's not just that, dude. Over. So, like, my buddy Swanee was there today. Really, really good dude. So, 
uh, we had to let an employee go. And so we didn't have daytime coverage. I got that coming up here pretty soon. Yeah. It's a sock shoe, sock <laughs> shoe situation. God damn. And, uh, and no, we, uh, we had to let a guy go. So I don't have any daytime coverage on these days, but I'm in the middle of building this expansion. So now I have a available hours issue for sure. And, uh, so my buddy is a uh, 100% remote and he was like, why don't I just come and sit in the store? I'll work from the back of the store. And then if somebody comes in that needs you, I'll just come get you. So he sat in my store all day with one half of a walkie talkie and I was on the other side working. And when somebody walked in, he was like, Hey jazz. And I just walked over there and handled the customer and then went back to work. Nice. So, oh, there you go. Um, See, now you get your door buzzer, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I bring him up because he, he's a gamer, but he doesn't play any of the war gaming stuff. Yeah. And, uh, there was a couple of other guys that came to help today and we were talking about it and he was like, the fuck are you guys saying? Like you're saying words and I recognize the <laughs> words. I just, in that order, I have no idea what they mean. And uh, so we were trying to explain it to him and it's, it's hard. We kept having to check ourselves and like dumb it down because yeah. it was like, nope. We'd, we'd, and you'd think I'd be better at it because like I sell it. Yeah. So, it, but I'm really bad at it. So, I mean, well, I'm sure there's just a lot of strategy to it, right? I mean, yeah, it's a lot of ultimately what it is, is you ever played like Risk? Yeah. It's complicated Risk. Yeah. That's why I don't play table gaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but war gaming is a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it's mostly hobbying. It's yeah. about 80% of it is, is building and painting and, and, and managing your collection. And then about 20% of it's the actual gaming side. And and that's where actually most of the people find the therapy in it is yeah. because you're, you're focused on something constructive and yeah. that's where it gets to move forward. So, well, and that's, you know, same thing with like veterans who have struggle, you know, whether it's depression or anxiety or, you know, just life. Right. And you go out on a field and start playing the game. Yep. All those things that you're thinking about outside are no longer factors because you're so focused yep. on, doing your job with the team during the game. hundred so, percent. It gets know, rid of those, that intrusion that happens for sure. Cause those thoughts will come out of nowhere. Like it's not 100%. like it's, and I think that's what a lot of people don't understand if they haven't dealt with it or been close to somebody that is dealing with it or is it's not that they're sitting around all the time and it's an all the time. It's yeah. that's all their brains doing. It's that out of nowhere, that thought will creep in and then it's just, it's all consuming. No. Yeah. And, and it's hard. It's yeah, really, really sure. difficult to, to wrap your head around that, that it's like, look, them dealing with depression or PTSD or insert any number of other things that we've dealt with. For sure. It's not, that is my only existence. These are the guys that, yeah, they're having a great time with you when you're out just hanging out and, and having a good time and whatever, but you don't know what could trigger that thought. And it just comes out of nowhere. But, Team sports or hobbying or any of that kind of stuff where you get to do something constructive and focused and all that kind of stuff. It keeps those intrusive thoughts at bay. And then it understands if it's there, you know, you have people around you that you're like, hey, buddy, you got a minute. I kind of need to I need somebody yeah. that I can say this to that's going to go. I hear you and it's real and I get it. And that's why we're all here together sure. is you're not alone. And that's what team is about. That's what For this sure. community is about. So, yeah. Well, I tell people too, like a lot of times, like my biggest struggle for my own stuff that I deal with comes after like big events, you know, because everyone needs something from you. Your, your time and your energy is so consumed in putting right. on this big event. But as soon as the event is over, 
Everyone it's, goes away. Yeah. It's like dead, yeah. like space, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, well, now what do I do? Right. Like, I've got all this time on my hands because we just had this big, great event. It's like, fuck, man. Like, am I fucked up? Or like, <laughs> am, I, am, am I struggling now? You know, just because like time, right? Like the idle hands and time when you're just kind of sitting around, like. Yeah, like, I mean, it essentially goes back to like the hardest part about any of it is quiet. Yeah. For sure. The quiet is the hardest thing Absolutely. to deal with. And so when it's not quiet, like yeah. everybody that wore the uniform that's dealing with it or whatever, we understand what it is to operate at full capacity with a lot of noise. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, and whatever kind of noise you want to do, either stress or actual combat noise, or there's just somebody barking at you or there's something to do. There's just noise. There's something yeah. going on. And then when the quiet happens, that's when all of a sudden it's. Yeah. Oh fuck! Yeah. Like I don't, yeah. I don't like the quiet. The quiet's bad. So yeah. Well, and I think you know, even you know, John had kind of alluded to it a little bit too. Is like sometimes you don't know that you really need it till you get there, you know. And it's just like, yeah. man, you get there and you're like, man, I really needed this. Yeah. You know, and even from the organization side of us providing it for veterans who need it as well, we get there and we're like, man, we needed this break of taking veterans on this outdoor adventure or, you know, being in Florida at the military softball tournament, you know, it's like, we're still working, but like being there and seeing other people struggle and seeing what that provides the help that yeah. it does, seeing you know, it's impact. like seeing the impact, man. It's just like, man, we really needed to be here, you know? So I think that's kind of yeah. the cool part of, about it is you can see it, you know, mm -hmm. you see the, the lasting impact, I guess. So, which is also, you know, it's important. Like, Trust your friends. Like if your friends are kind of giving you that soft, like, hey, we really should, we should go do this. Yeah. We should go do that for sure. Like they may see something that you need that you're, you're sitting around going like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm all set. And your buddies are sitting around going like, <clears throat> oh, bro. hey man, we, you, we should go hang out. Like we should go do this. We, we did that. I had a, I had a buddy that just did it to me. Literally just did it to me. I got essentially a text message that informed me I was going to hang out with him. Not yeah. a... Hey, we're going to be over here. If you want to join us, it was a, yeah. Hey, we're going to see you at six. And I was like, <laughs> no. Okay. And I went and literally by the end of the night, I looked at my buddy and I was like, man, I can't thank you enough. This was, I, I yeah. needed for sure. I needed the decompression. I needed yeah. to be around where there was nothing to do, but sit here and just enjoy the company of my friend. And for there sure. wasn't right. all this other going on. And so listen to your buddies. Like, yeah. Well, and that's why how this on whole them, but listen to podcast them. started, right. You know, yeah. like, you know, the whole podcast thing theme was behind isolation and right. getting people together during COVID, you know, and it's just, yeah. you know, you just don't know that you need it till you're there. One of the, uh, what Jazz was saying about sometimes like, you know, your friends can see it and you don't even see it. Uh, I know we did that master debate about um, emotions. Yeah. One and, of those. Uh, and that was, well, <laughs> that's pretty much what the, the, the debate was about. It was like, what, which ones can you get rid of? Yeah. You know, yeah. There, and, if there was two emotions, what could you do? Yeah, and we had fun with it. Um, but it's serious. And like to touch on what Jazz was saying, like the the emotion of sadness isn't for you per se. It is in almost like a, a warning sign for everybody around you, being like, "Hey, like anybody want to give me a hand?" You know. Yeah. And so, like, and there's so many people that try to hide it and bury it, and then they they show other emotions instead. But it's just like it's it's nature set you up like that. So that way you could get help, even though, you know, you don't know you need it. Right. You know, so 
Like, well, I think that's one of the hardest parts too about our community is, is we don't ask for it. Yeah. You know, like we try to deal with it on our own. And when we don't ask for the help and we try to deal with it on our own, that's when bad shit happens. Right. right. And then for me, by the time a veteran or service member actually comes to us and asks us for the help, that's to me, the pivot point of you need to get involved now Yeah. because if you turn your back on somebody that's asking for help, by the time they've gotten to that point of asking, they're, that, in, a bad way. they're, they're in a bad place. Yeah. So by the time they've come and said, Hey man, I'm struggling. I need this or I need to talk to somebody or I need a hunt or I need just to come to the office and talk. Come now. Yeah. Like don't, don't wait. You know? Yeah. And I, I think I use the organization similar to like a medic, right? You know, it's like, when the shit hits the fan, that's the time to, to get there. You right. know, it's like, you know, yeah, you know, being a medic's a, a, a cool job until the shit hits the fan, right? Well, running a nonprofit organization is a, a pretty cool job until the shit hits the fan. Yeah. And then now it's time to really do what the organization is designed to do and help veterans beyond just the sports and the outdoors and the rec- recreation. You know, that's that's how we meet our community by yeah. providing the stuff. But you know, getting involved beyond that, you know, is really where I feel like I have the most impact on our community. Yeah. And I think it's important that you're saying too, that like when they say, Hey, I just need a chat session. It's like, come now. I got nothing else. I got, I got you. But I think that also reinforces, and we've said it a lot on this show that the willingness to ask for help is beyond strength. That is not a Especially in our community. For sure. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, our community exists on the whole, like, you're fine. Take a knee, drink water, drive yeah, the fuck on. Sure. Like, you'll be fine, right? Yeah. yeah. And you're not. You're not. It's And it's okay to say, I'm not okay right now. Yeah, like, sure, right? I, I need somebody. And yeah. it, it takes a lot of strength in a community where all of us are, you drive forward. We've got to be the strength. It's tip of the For spear. Sure. It's hula hula, blah, 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 blah. But that dude that's willing to go, like, I can get back there. But right now... I, I need somebody that can just grab me by the wrist real quick and just yeah. be like, yeah, come on. Like, we'll get over this too. Like, For sure. let's go. And I tell people all the time too, like if you're okay and you're good, just be okay and be good. You know, let us go help other people, yeah. you know? And if you need to come back and and get good again, we're here. We're not going anywhere. Yeah. But at the same time, like if you're good and you're living life and things are good and you're not struggling, let us go be that beacon of light for somebody else, you know, or better yet, fucking get involved, get involved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's exactly Help what I was going to say. Guy, is, right? Yeah, you know, they always say that like the best way to get better at a skill is to go teach it. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing, right? Like if the organization helped you and you've seen that impact now ask, cool, you know, you grabbed my hand when I needed it. For sure. How do I grab the next person's hand and, yeah. and get involved and be part of that? Yeah. I think getting involved too just helps you stay in that better mindset yeah, 100%. too. Like and you, it, you always like, it's like the whole, like giving is better than getting. Right. Like, I think that carries over on that aspect too, of like, if I can help someone get out of that head. dark pit. Well played. Yeah. Like if I can, if I, if I've been in that dark space and I can help someone get out of that, like I fucking, I, I feel accomplished and like I contributed and helped someone. It also helps sure. you recognize stuff. Like it, you know, when you're, when you're involved and you can see those warning signs and stuff going on, for sure, you can get better self-awareness of going like, oh, I might be sliding a little here. <laughs> like, right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So get involved. If it's with Hero Sports, fucking do it. Uh, and I'm telling you right now, I've seen it happen. 
There are guys that are like, I'm in the middle of bum fuck nowhere. Can I start a little tiny chapter up here and do shit? Mike's going to tell you yes. So if you like their mission, you got to bug him for the logo, but he'll get you one. Go fucking do cool shit. Yeah. Like, but uh, I got a guy for that now. Yeah, I got a guy. <laughs> but uh, you know, but and if but if you're somewhere where you feel like, well, hero sports is too far away, or like me, I watch a lot of sports. I don't really participate in a lot of them, but yeah. I went to him and was like, "Hey, I'm super passionate about this thing. I've got a lot of the community. Can we can we try it out? See if." We can do something, and Mike was like, "Yeah, fuck, yeah. you got the logo. Hell go get yeah. a shirt made. You fucking, you're good, you're good to Hell go." Yeah, shit. I mean, but, uh, and that's how you know. Like, I never thought. Well, we that's would how be. outdoors started, for sure. You know, and I never thought we would be in Clovis, California, or Southern California, or you know, Utah, or yeah. anywhere. You know, it's just people have reached out and said, "Hey, I want to get involved." You know, and do something. Um, let's figure it out. You know, right. like, so we're gonna get a variation made that just says Hero Sports Table Games or some shit. There you on go. The fucking bottom of it. There you go. <laughs> As Tell we all know, Mike's a fan of merch. Yeah, but it moves. Like it I, I'd dog on him about it if he didn't fucking yeah. sell the holy hell yeah, out he of it. Fucking so. does. Uh, by the way, we'd love to have, and we can put it in my register and just give you the money back or whatever. But we'd love to have merch for people to be able to get during the during the event and open up another channel to do even more. So yeah, yeah, you know, there's probably a shit ton of it here somewhere. There's a. <laughs> Probably <laughs> fucking trailer for it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, man, we, you know, and those are things that we're looking to try to expand into next year, you know? So, yeah, I mean, I think that that's, you know, something that, uh, you know, that we would love to do. But there's been some dope stuff over the years. Like, I remember the bats. Those oh, were super dope. Like, yeah. There's been some really cool stuff over the years. Yeah. And we're, we're discussing doing some other bats next year with some other companies and, uh, you know, but yeah, I, we're going to be launching the Shopify hopefully soon that people could buy merch online just because it, you know, it does so well in person, but uh, I'm not smart enough to run Shopify. So I have to have people come train with John to learn how to do it. I hired a person. You know, yeah. just all like, all uh, I have to do is turn it on. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, but you know, if to, it's just straight merch, honestly, you He's not far off. If it's just straight no. merch, with, he's, with he's everything not that far I've already off. sat down and talked to him and, and set up on their Shopify it is kind for of just them. To turn it on, just flip the switch. Oh, yeah. Now, like <laughs> some of our situations, like like me launching my site, there was so many SKUs going in, and it needed to do so much between like event regulation and yeah. like yeah. all this stuff. It was so many parts yeah. that I hired a firm because I even yeah. like I was talking to him about it, and he was like. We could probably figure it out. Yeah. I was like, yeah, no, I'm making a call. Like, like, we're, gonna, yeah, like, we're just going to. Sure. And um, it works now, though. It's yeah. clean. So. Well, yeah. Now, uh, you know, here soon, we should be flipping the switch and allowing people to buy stuff online <laughs> because John has helped us tremendously. <laughs> I, just, I don't want to take. I don't care about the credit. I just want yeah. it up and running. No, 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 for sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, but without, I put the time into it. Turn it on. <laughs> that's, that's it. But, but without a John, we don't even get to the point where we're flipping a switch. So, yeah. uh, you know, but, you know, just goes to show you, like, you only know what you know and what you don't know. You got to find that, find yeah, that person. Right. So. Um, I had no clue how to run one or set it up or anything. Yeah. But. I think that's one of the beautiful things about our community too, is like it, it, especially everybody that got out. It's not like everybody got out and then went and did the same thing. Right. It was like all of a sudden, like you kind of just cast that net and it's like, 
you know, I do that. And it's like, well, okay, fucking yeah. Oh, I, I, think, like, for sure. and I think the coolest thing about the industry too, or the industry, the community, um, is if you have a problem and you know somebody that knows about that problem, they will help you. Yeah, you yeah. just have oh, to for ask. Sure. Yep. Yeah. I in in the business side of things, all the different companies from brand new startups to multi-million dollar veteran-owned companies, I've sat down with owners or or C-level people with them and I'll be like, hey. I have these questions and yeah. I'm pretty sure you guys have probably ran into these issues or, or whatever, you know, can I get your opinion on them or maybe some info? And they're like, absolutely what you got yeah. every single time. Those not guys are sure. great. Not the one time are... where somebody has been like, no, fuck off. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know? And they're yeah. great. And almost every time it's like, yeah, let's figure it out. Cause we already fucked it up. So we'll tell you what to avoid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, absolutely. Yes. That, that's what John did for us. You know, yeah. he's like, I can set up Shopify and have you guys be able to sell merch online. Cause the number one question we get asked all the time is like, where do I get that hat? Where yep. do I get that shirt? Where do I, you know, get this or that, you know? And it's like, uh, at our next event, I've got a dope ass Jersey that looks like Miami vice threw up all over it. Yeah. Nice. It's amazing. It's really dope. How'd you win that? Uh, I made Mike Barker look like he was sucking a huge black dick. <laughs> <laughs> I wish uh, I was making that up, but I'm not. Like, that's, yeah, no, that, that's pretty much it. <laughs> uh, don't find that picture. Think there was like, <laughs> no, it was like a meme competition yeah. where he was coming around the corner with this like weird like gangster lean, <laughs> and it was like best meme wins a jersey, yeah. and it was like yeah. yoink, and it was. Yeah, I probably need to do those more often because I get a lot of funny pictures. But I that- think I was like the third or fourth post, and then every comment after it was like, that wins. Like, we got, we got nothing. <laughs> and then Mike texted me, and he was like, what size jersey on you? What number do you want? So yeah. uh, I wear it in the store every once in a while, and it yeah. was like, the fuck is that from? And that I was one. like, do you want a top? There it is. There it is. <laughs> I don't know why you just found that so fast. Cause I took a screenshot of you doing it. And I also took a screenshot of when they had Sam. Oh yeah. We can uh, show that Sam one. Quote unquote, yeah. eating a sandwich. Beat <laughs> <laughs> a sandwich. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I wear in the store every once in a while. A nice. bunch of people ask me where the fuck I got it. I'm like, yeah, I think there's like four, so I wouldn't. Yeah, uh, yeah that's I wouldn't very... go searching for it. Well, uh, it was the flying chocolates color one. Yeah. Well, that one is. Uh, that no, was... it wasn't. Mine's not the chocolate one. No, it's yours the, is um, the Miami yeah. Miami color one. That was when we wore the um, for the celebrity flag football game <laughs> in, right. in Miami for the Super Bowl. So yeah, it is vibrant. And I even have sneakers to match. Fuck yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> Yeah, we have sneakers to match. So. Me too. Because uh, two sneaker heads on the show. Mike's man, a sneaker guy. Yeah, man. He's a little bit more selective than I am. You know, he, I have, uh, he keeps his collection tight. He's got some heat in his collection, though. He sent me some uh, pictures of stuff in his in his closet. Nah, he's got some heat. There's nothing in there. No, just, at least just don't tell. I, I, don't I, tell I, the I lost him in a boating accident. <laughs> As I say, Mike's shoe collection is like John's, like firearms collection like it's just no, it, a different legit my sneaker collection type. is very tight like it's 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 very it's not it's not that he's got a bajillion pairs but mm. what he has is all very high quality like it's all he's very selective and it's he's got, he's got good taste i have some cool shoes i can claim i hooked him up with one and pair, i put though, my socks on before yep. you put Sox, your shoes on sock sock shoes yeah. yes yes never sock shoe sock shoe but my only claim to fame with his collection is that I was able to get him yeah. plug access on a yeah. pair of sneakers that those he were, couldn't find. Those, so. Yeah, those were those are nice. <laughs> and I, it's about that time to wear them. Yes, ha- it is. Halloween. Yep. Fucking a. 
I didn't know there's never mind. Not even gonna open that can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're a it was a they're a limited run sneaker that they release like every other year called yep. the Shattered Backboards. Shattered backboard. And they vary them a little bit from yep. year to year. Yeah. And uh they disappear. I mean, like within minutes yep. of them going live, they disappear. And at the time I had a sneaker guy and I they were coming out and I called Barker and was like, yo, I've got a plug. If you want them, I'll pick them up. Like, just give me your size. And he was like, they're not going to have it, but I wear this. And I called him like half an hour later and I was like, I've got your shoes. And he was like, yeah. all right, fuck. Like, like, well, that's so. the hard part is I wear, I wear a size 13, yeah. you know, and you, in a size run, you, there's only one, you know, so uh, size 13s are very hard to come by. Nine and a half and 13 are the hardest size yeah. to get. Nine and a half because it is the most common size and 13 because they make like none. Yeah. <laughs> so it's. Yeah. I have 13. So yeah. Yeah. It's actually easier to get like the 14s and 15s for sure. than it is to get yeah. the 13s. So. Yeah, because they make them, but not many people wear them. But 13 is just, it's a popular size and they make very few of them. So that's why I have the ones that I do have, I've held on to because, you know, they're fairly expensive. Yeah, they're good looking. <laughs> you have good taste in shoes, sir. Well, thank you. You do too. So Sneakerhead compliments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you go to SneakerCon when it was here? No, I was working. Wow, I was there. No, we had a big tournament that weekend, so yeah. we couldn't make it. My yeah. uh, my oldest son was very happy because he got the. Uh, God, I heard about what they were charging though for some of those pairs down there, and it was yeah. Some some of the vendors were very crazy. very high, yeah. But I mean, at a sneaker show, it's like going yeah. to any kind of show, right? They're gonna. I wanted to take a couple of pairs down there because uh, I know eBay was there doing verification, yeah, and they were tagging shoes for sure. so that it was certifying that they were real, yeah. And yeah. uh, there was a, I wanted to, actually, I wanted to take my shattered's down there and get them verified. That's, but, uh, that line was very long. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was my, well, was going to be my next question was how do you know you're buying real shoes? Um, there's a couple things to look for. If you're around them enough, yeah, you can pretty much spot them. One really weird thing is if they're fresh, like if they're fresh packed, literally the way they smell, they'll smell off if they're yeah. fake. There's like a specific smell, especially with Nike's. It has to do with the 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 glue they use. Okay. There's a very specific smell to fresh Nikes. Uh, obviously, it doesn't work if you're buying like a secondhand pair or whatever. But uh, the smell will give it away. Um, the toe box leather, yeah. so the little panel on top of the toe box, it needs a certain texture or it's wrong. Um, and then there's yeah. other little like it's little tiny stuff like where there should be double stitching. There'll only be like yeah, one line of stitch. Just, yeah. uh, if it doesn't have the extra laces. Because a lot of the collector sneakers will come with two pairs of laces in different colors. And like that second pair won't be there or the wrapper on the inside of the box is wrong. There's like, yeah. Yeah. it's these little itty bitty things that are, uh, yeah, that'll throw it off. Not only that, but you know, the sneaker community is an, also a tight knit community. Yeah. So like once you have other friends in your size that are reputable people, you know, they all try to like help out. Right. Uh, like, oh, well, I've got that shoe here and that size. I can buy it for you and ship it to you. So it's a whole if you, weird yeah. subculture. And if you go thing. to a con with somebody else that maybe like knows this brand better than that brand or whatever, and maybe you're like looking to pick them up and you don't know them and that guy's with you, he'll do it and be like, that's it's overpriced or those are fake or yeah. whatever, whatever. They'll call you out. So. And I legitimately at sneaker con had someone try to buy my shoes off my feet. Happens all the time. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. He's like, I'll buy your that's shoes it. right now. No, a guy, <laughs> a guy uh, in the mall where my store's at. I was yeah. walking wearing a, a pair of Jordans that I had on, and a guy tried to buy them yeah. off my feet. He offered me eight hundred bucks for the sneakers I had on, mm -hmm. and I was like, "No, I'm good." Yeah, he's like nine hundred, and I was like, "No, 
they're not for sale, yeah. dude. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. He's like, why don't you sell them? And I was like, for the exact reason you want to buy them. Exactly. Nobody yeah, has them. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, it's not the money. Yeah. It's the status. But they were gifted to me. I didn't even buy them. Oh, wow. Yeah. But they're the, uh, they're the chocolate cactus jacks oh yeah the guy nice. gave them to me they're going wow. for like thirteen hundred dollars on the secondary wow. market and Dang. he gave them to me for free yeah that's nerdy sneaker people everybody's a nerd about something something you know, it's as long as you know it, every man should have three hobbies yeah yep what are Smoke your three hobbies world war two and sneakers no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> speaking of what are your three hobbies john uh, uh hunting shooting firearms ish yeah, um, that's one. What else I got? A motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, uh, trying to think of what hobby I'm active in. I have uh, a lot of hobbies, but there's a lot of shit that like yeah, you've dabbled. Like, but what's I wrench stuck? on bikes. I haven't done that in fucking years. Yeah, you know, like it's not because I don't enjoy it. I yeah. just I don't have time. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. What about you, Justin? You got any hobbies? Um. I try to make sure that I still, while I do like photo and video stuff I was for about a say, living. No, photography still, is still a hobby. Yeah, I still make sure that I keep it as a hobby because yeah. for a little while there, um, I only did it for like work. Not working here in my last job. I only did it for work and it fucking, like I hated it because yeah. it was like, I only do this because I, that's like my job. Well, it doesn't so help that to, what you were, your photography for a job. And you weren't sucked all the joy out of it. hundred percent. You weren't shooting yeah. what you wanted to exactly. shoot. Exactly. And I think it's like, like I, I love like getting to get creative and stuff with, with what I do here at Warfighter and stuff. But I also like, just like, I, I take my camera on like date nights and family trips. And it's just like, if I shoot a picture, cool. If I don't cool, like I still make sure I keep it as a hobby side. Um, other than that, I used to play video games a lot more. Um, now I'm, I've, Fucking welcome I've, to I've adulthood. Got, yeah, I've always got something else I can. <laughs> it be turns doing, into quality so. of life stuff, man. Like yeah, it's just sure. like, yeah, like, I liked it, but you know, I also like going out with my friends, or I like, yeah. I like spending time with my wife, or I uh, like spending time with like. There's this podcast definitely a hobby. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, it's, a, it's a mutual no. hobby. Yeah, um, so it's a group hobby. It's a group <laughs> hobby. Uh, yeah. No, I think um, we've been doing uh, more stuff with like friends there for a while. It was just fucking like I. I go to work and I go home and like uh, a bunch of my friends that like went away for college and stuff recently moved back. And it's all the people I hung out with like every day during high school and stuff. And so a lot of them are back in town now. So oh, that's cool. we're like going out and having a good time. How many um, of them do you still click with? Just curious. Uh, honestly, like three. <laughs> it's <laughs> weird, right? Like it's, it's like, yeah, man, we were really and it's close. The OG and now- three. Like yeah. it is, it is my, one of my best friends, Drew, who, and Josh, who we all met in, like yeah, but sixth in all fairness, or something. There was like, like a little lull with Drew, but Drew's never really gone anywhere. No, like I it's, lived with I lived with my best friend, which was a fucking gamble. But luckily, <laughs> turned it worked out. out. Yeah. Like it worked out great. But yeah. like, like he started, he he got like a big boy job around the same time that I got a big. He's boy doing job. so fucking well. He is. I'm so proud of him. He works with like million dollar cars now, like, and that's wow. not no, an exaggeration. Yeah. <laughs> like and so, is, like he does that, but it's 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 one of those where it's it's not a nine to five. It is a get your work done right. like that's his job and so like he was busy around the same time i got my first big boy job and was working all the time and it was one of those uh it was one of those like we may see each other every two three months maybe but it was that's it's one thing that I, I do love about my friends if i if i don't see you for three months and we link up 
it's just right back to how it was. Right. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, I don't understand people that do the whole like, oh well, you haven't, you haven't called me or something in a week. Like, what are we not friends anymore? It's like, I, fuck, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought we were. Honestly, like, the older you get, the more and more that dies yeah. off. People just understand that life's a fucking thing, exactly. right? For like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, those kind of people fucking piss me off. And then other than that, fucking, I don't really, I don't think I really have cigars are definitely a hobby of mine. Oh, for sure. Um. I mean, beyond just like the fact that two of my best friends own a company, like it's yeah. like, it's the other stuff I smoke and my collection and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff and going through that journey. And I love introducing new people to it too. Like the whole, Hey, let me show you why I care about this. Yeah, like, for sure. Um, so that's nice. But, uh, yeah, it's hard for you to still say that cigars are still a hobby. They, it's uh, hard when it becomes your living. Yeah. Cause but, like, like I've like, seen your personal collection and it's not like, it's all just warfighter. No, like I, it's, one side of my human or it's all warfighter. And that's just for if, or when people come over or whatever. And then the other side is the most random fucking shit right. in the world. <laughs> all kinds of shit. Um, so I, I mean, I would still classify it as that's like a part-time hobby. Like diving. Yeah, scuba diving. No, it's been um, an on and off hobby for you, but it's back on well, now. And the only people that can have diving as a full time hobby you are like live on the coast. People and, that are ungodly rich, yeah. or you're unbelievably broke. Yeah, but you had a <laughs> you had a window of time for a while where it was like, yes, I can scuba. I just can't well, scuba like, right now. Now, like, like you now, lived now in I the have all my desert equipment. for a while. Yeah. Like that makes it a little yeah. difficult. Like now, I have all my own equipment, so I can go dive whenever I want. I just got to go rent the tank, and they're fucking fifteen bucks. Yeah. It's no big deal. Uh, just the diving in Texas in the summer sucks because the water's so warm, all yeah. the algae blooms, and you have zero visibility. Yeah. So your best bet is to go diving in the winter in Texas, where the water temps about a fucking 70, 75 yeah. degrees. It's a that's little a, chillier. That's a bucket list item. Um, I don't know if I'll ever maintain the hobby, but at some point look, I want to be scuba suit or certified just yeah. to say but it lasts a lifetime. I yeah. did it right. But I don't know if I'd ever maintain it. I you could be wrong. To. I could go. I mean, like stay actively active. dive yeah, yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah. but it is a bucket list of like getting yeah. scuba certified. No, I, I could be totally wrong and it could be like, I could go and go through my certification and do it and be like, this is all I ever want to do ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is like a, it's a bucket list thing of like, yeah, I want to be scuba yeah. certified. That's, no, that it's it's one of my favorites. It's just it's it's difficult to do as often as I want to do. And well, the places that I want to do it. That's in, not that's like the you hard can. Part. That's not like you can get <laughs> yeah. off work and be like, I think I'm going to go participate in my hobby today. And it's like, well, yeah. it's like <laughs> around here, like I mean, you can dive Canyon Lake. Um, you can dive some of the rivers. Uh, in here, uh, in New Braunfels and San Marcos and Austin. Um, and then there's a couple lakes that are like built to dive in in Texas. Like there's one lake. Um. Fuck, I can't remember the name of it. I'll try to think of it. But uh, they have two aircraft, a bunch of vehicles, a boat, a statue, <coughs> all the shit they sunk on purpose so people can go dive in them. That's, oh, that's cool. cool. Um, but the downfall is the visibility because it's a lake. Yeah. Would Texas. you ever do that pool in yes. Dubai? Uh-huh. There's, so there's three that I know of that are in Europe. One's in, in Belgium, actually. Um, and it's called Nemo 33, 33 meter deep indoor pool. But the one in Dubai is The one is in like, Dubai is fucking insane. It's it's the deepest pool because it's technically and, a pool in the world. Oh, wow. And it's Dubai. So shocker because everything there. Isn't it just, like the like rooms and stuff? Yeah. Like floors, yeah but yeah, it's like, like different. Like you like yeah. literally like it's yeah. different I've like environments it, yeah. from thing to thing. Yeah. But the depth on it is nuts. Yeah, it is. I can't remember and, how deep it is, but that one's pretty deep. Actually, in North Texas, there's an old fucking uh, missile silo that they flooded. Oh, that's dope. And that's so 
it actually counts. I'm not going to lie. That sounds like a horror movie, it, but I mean, it, it counts as a night dive an overhead dive and a deep dive all in one, all in one, because there's no natural light that comes in. So you have to run lights the whole time you're diving. There's overhead structures in it. You know, you have a roof. Yeah. So you're, you're, it's an overhead yeah. and then it's a deep dive. Cause I think that fucker goes down to, I don't know, a hundred something feet. Wow. Yeah. But the one um, in Dubai, the one in Dubai is one of those ones where you like, you have to come up in stages and yeah, like, you have to, cause it's so stops. deep yep. that you have wow. to. So the one in Dubai is 60 meters deep. Mm-hmm. That is deep. That so is the, down there. I think the free dive record just got set at like 99 or a hundred meters or somewhere right around there which comes out to just shy like 400 feet. So this dude took a one breath above the wall, a breathing technique. But in theory, he took one breath above the water, held his breath, dove down almost 400 feet under the water, and turned around and swam back to the surface. I watched. Terrible. It took him like three and a half minutes. So, so there's a documentary about like extreme sports or whatever. There's like that weird hybrid soccer fight thing oh, in yeah. Spain or whatever. Yep. And uh, But one of them was about free diving and they're, there was a chick that was attempting to set the female record yeah. at like 80 something meters or something. Mm. And she hit depth and passed out. Oh yeah. And so they had to like, it happens f- all the time. But the oh, thing yeah. is, is they were like, well, she's passed out. So now we have to like, we well, have so- to get her up. But then it's like, they had to get her up. And there was like a whole thing about like, you immediately have to get her on her back. Get, yep. And like, there's like get all this back, strategy oxygen, stuff. The and like, they, so they have safety divers throughout. Then mm-hmm. there's some stories that are out there. Of people that like, there are people who died doing it. And it's because of like gross negligence on the, on the, on the dive crew and the safety crew. Um, one of them in particular was a female that was diving and, uh, and she went down. I can't remember how deep it was. It was I don't know. It's probably similar to the depth you were talking about somewhere at 80, 80, 80 plus meters. Um, but they'll have safety divers, uh, but those divers only can go in a a certain window before they have to do, uh, decompression stops. So essentially they can only go, uh, to, they go down to a certain depth and they can only come up, you know, say that just making numbers up here, but say the dude goes down to 70 meters, he can only come back up to 50 meters before he has to literally stop and do a, a decompression stop and let the nitrogen off gas out of his body before he can safely continue going back up. So he's strapped with a bunch of tanks or they have tanks staged or depending on how they have it all set up. Um, so they have multiple stages of these divers and essentially the, the next one can go down to the, his max depth and they hand off the diver and then the diver goes to the next safety yeah. and they hand it off all the way up. So and like on an they, 80 meter dive, they'll have like four or five dudes yeah. that are stationed along and they dive with a line. They're not hooked to it. It's not like it's pulling them down, but when you see them was the, so they I usually they, have like a like a belt or something hooked to their chest and, there's a, no tank. and a cable and like a no D-ring tank. around it. No, no tank. No. They wear a mask. The, that's the free diving part. They the, wear a they mask wear a, and fins. Like what's the time from like top? Three, four minutes. Three, four Breath minutes. So I've got, really top. Deep ones. Wow. I've got French free diver Ahmad Gerald, Gerald uh, has broken the deepest dive world record with bifins. Descending to a depth of 120 meters. Yeah. yeah. So that dude was in the documentary and they were showing him training for it in his pool. And he was doing all this crazy shit with his gut to like bring all this extra air in and da 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 da. And he sat on the bottom of his pool for like four minutes and just sat there without oxygen. Wow. And uh, he did the dive in three minutes and 34 so, seconds. But. And then they wear this like mermaid fin thing. So like both your feet go into this one big paddle and you, there's a line and they literally just have their hand on the line or there'll be like a little belt and they're ringed to the line and they dive straight down. And uh, you can see on the line where they have like 
extra carabiners because if like you pass out, they just hook you and start just fucking yanking this thing to the surface. But yeah, it was just watching it was terrifying. I don't but, even like riding on a boat. Well, it's one of those shows less. like you're watching it and you're like unknowingly like holding your breath. Yeah. And then you breathe <laughs> yeah. and you're like, fuck, there's no way I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> sure. What they never talk about though is that like I watched that thing and Justin and I are obviously have an affinity for cameras. And I'm watching it and they're filming the whole thing, the right? Yeah. And uh it, no, the one I watched, it was moving too much for the drone. And I was like, that's a dude. That is a dude that is down there at that depth with all these other scuba divers filming this whole fucking thing. And it was like, oh. nobody talks about those guys. That's right, like yeah. the unsung the divers heroes. that are keeping safety have this much experience or whatever. I'm like, so does the dude that's literally doing everything they're doing, carrying yeah. a whole cinema rig while he's yeah, at right. it. Sure. Or the people that like you'll see on the sidelines at like football games. And yeah. they're like, look at his 40 time. And it's like. Yeah, due to the camera, the just dude did it was fifty the, pounds. The, the dude that's doing it with that yeah. shoulder-mounted camera the whole time sure. too. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm telling you right now, if I was a coach, I'd be like, who the fuck is that guy? Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. hand your camera off. Go throw the pads yeah, on, bro. Exactly. We're, we're low on players. I love that video from the Olympics when that dude was yes. like setting the world record for the 400 meter. And that dude caught him at the turn and was like on pace with him with the camera running <laughs> sideways, filming the dude. And I was like, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah but uh. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, I've got a friend of mine that I went to film school with that is now the, uh, she's the uh, in-stadium content manager for the Steelers. Oh, wow. And uh, so all the all of her social media is flooded with this stuff, but she's one of those ones that has like the full shoulder mount rig. And she's, because she's supposed to be doing all the like instantaneous highlight stuff at the games that fly the graphics and all that stuff. So yeah. like she'll go shoot it and it dumps into her template and she does it. And so we're talking like, she shot it, dumped it, and it's hitting the highlight within like the 60 seconds after the play happened. Oh, like wow. she does that shit. And then all the stuff that flies on the graphics and everything. And I'm, and that was her whole goal. Even at film school, she was like, I want to shoot for the NFL. Wow. It's all I want to do. And that's she hit it dope. three years after film school. You know, wow. She's the, working for the Steelers. The one thing that bugs me with sports right now is they just. No juice. <laughs> we've covered that and I totally agree but it's the fact that in so many sports right now they're trying to do that um, that that shallow depth of field which is where the person's in focus and everything's behind them is is all blurry but like I don't I don't know what the fuck they're doing whether they have a wireless focus pull or if it's auto no, focus synthetic but is it synthetic? It's synthetic. It's they're the same still shit. fucking it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, but it's synthetic. Which is so they're, annoying. They're trying to use an AI to make it look some more cinematic. Yeah. And it's the same shit that like your iPhone does where yeah. you can put yeah. it in like that portrait mode and yeah. it blurs yeah. the background. Yeah. It's synthetic. But the problem is it's catching moving objects yes. because the AI is like, well, whatever's in motion is what I need to be seeing. So For like sure. they're trying to shoot like the shortstop and have the shallow depth of field. And then the left field guy moves. Yeah. And the camera's like, oh shit. And then it's like, <laughs> and so everything just starts bouncing around. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what's funny is, so where it really pisses me off is in football, when a guy scores a touchdown, they have the guy that runs out with the little, the camera and everything, and he's shooting them. But it's like, he'll be in focus for like half a second, and then it's instantly blurry. And you're like, I can't even fucking see the guy. <laughs> I'm sorry, but sports, just shoot the whole thing. Just, yeah. Everything's in focus. Like, well, it's a sport. Like, it's how it's I, I want to see the whole thing. All, sports need to. They need to shoot it like they shoot a hockey game. I I don't watch hockey. No, I we're talking I'm about tracking sports. with you. No, talking about sports. Yeah, for men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hockey's a fight or a game. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. like, I gonna, fucking love hockey. Get this puck around, around, but that's not really what it's about. It's yeah. really about beating the shit. But out no, of I agree. Shit. Like everything's just on the outside of the rink. That's it, and, it, and, and you can see the whole game all the time. Like yeah. Yeah. 
Essentially, I want to, if I'm going to watch sports, I want a God view all the time. I don't need to see what fucking the dude, you know, his pinky nail looks like. I want to know what the fuck's going on in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you might know. I have a question. So I was watching the Stroh's Yankee game last night. Fucking go Stroh's, baby. Back to back sweeps. Let's fucking go. Sorry, I had to get that out. (laughs) Absolutely crushed. I got yelled at last night because Abby fell asleep during the baseball game because it's baseball and i i understand that but we fucking won and i was like fuck yeah and she woke up Dude, it was she was not happy. it was over <laughs> i knew it was over in the I thought third you had a black eye <laughs> i knew it was over in the third with that three run homer yeah. and i was like yeah that's it yeah but they, then like, they fucking came back and took the lead and that's yeah, when i was just I like wasn't worried about it mm-hmm. the yankees yeah. had a 0.168 batting average in the series oh don't it, get me like, wrong like we fucking stomped it, them but they when they came back they to take the lead chance. i was like all right boys a chance they only had pick it up they had 40 strikeouts over three games. Like yeah. it was bad. Oh, it was, like, it was bad. bad. They got brutaled. Yeah. But the center fielder for the Yankees was rocking like a bright green fucking glove. Hmm. The fuck was that? No idea. Oh. Clearly you didn't watch the game. No, I, I, and they didn't talk about it. They just kept like showing this dude with this bright green glove. And I was like, well, he's one no. of their, he's the one of their, is this? he's one of their bigger hitters. I can't remember his, well, what's his with the green name. What's they're, with the green field glove? They're authorized to. Like, they can. I have no idea. They can wear, other like, than the soup, there's there's a company out there that does super custom ones where they look, make it look like ice cream and stuff like that. And they're popular with, like, uh, like high school teams and stuff like no, that. No, I've seen but, all that. Yeah. It's just that this thing was, like, like, it was you like, ever bought it was PTL lumber? Like, the pressure-treated lumber? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, like, that funky green yeah. dye color from the chemical that they stick in it? Yeah. It was that color. Hmm. And I was like, no idea. the fuck is going on with that? Like, hmm. I get it, like, in February. Harrison Bader, yeah. Or whatever it is. Uh, titty Cancer Month? Uh, October. 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 <laughs> this month. Breast Cancer Month. <laughs> but, like, a bunch of the NFL players will rock, like, yeah, pink, pink cleats yeah, and stuff sure. like that. Yeah. Uh, okay, I get yeah. it. Like, I don't even need you to explain that to me. I go, like, okay, I get it. Yeah. But this dude just had this weird green glove on, and I was like, what the hmm. fuck is that? And I swear yeah. to God, the catcher had LEDs in his helmet. Huh. The Yankees catcher? Yeah. Really? Like his shit was like glowing green around the edges. And I was like, what the? F-? Oh, it was either know. a really weird trick of the light or this dude had LEDs in his helmet. It, hmm. uh, I, it was probably just the paint job because in the last like five years, the MLB teams have stepped up the uniforms and catcher's gear. Like all of it looks must be paying so attention to much hockey. fucking better. Probably. Like, I mean, well, you ever seen a hockey goalie's mask? Yeah, it's fucking It's a work of art. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think Why don't uh, more catchers do that. I think MLB just approved uh, for the first time ever wearing company logos on the uniforms for next year. Like, no and they can, like NASCAR. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be like NBA uh, where they get, yeah, one, that bugged me when they started doing that. When, they when there's get, the little yeah, like one, wish and all that shit on yeah, their logos. I think so. I think really? that's. And uh, you wouldn't think it would bug me because oh shit, so yeah. I grew MLB, up playing. Yeah. I grew up playing soccer. Yeah. And so if you're if you grew up playing and you want to watch it, you're watching it out of Europe. Like, For sure. Nobody watches the MLS. Yeah. Like, come on. No. They tried because they brought Beckham in to try and yeah. boost it, the MLS, and yeah. even then it was like nobody watched. Ryan Reynolds is trying to fix that though. By buying a Euro team. Yeah, but he's Ryan Reynolds. But he bought a Euro team. <laughs> like, <laughs> he still bought saying? a team in Europe. No, it's what, but like more people may watch because Ryan Reynolds is involved. Oh, trust now. me, there's a huge amount of people that watch. It's yeah. just everybody I mean, watches more from like the US side. So it's yeah. funny. Eddie Hall, one of the world's strongest man guys. Yeah. Like the world's strongest man dude. The um, beast. The beast. He, uh, he filmed a little <laughs> the NFL video. Yeah. Uh, Saying like you know when 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 am I going to be called for tryouts? 
And it's oh. funny because like he had a GoPro on his head and he like ran a little route and they threw the ball and fucking it almost hits him in the head. Doesn't oh, catch wow. it. <laughs> should play for the Eagles. Right. Uh, man, the, the Eagles, Eagles are, are undefeated good, right now. The Eagles are good. This that's year. what I'm saying is go play. But yeah. it cracked me up. I was watching the game and they were doing, they do all that holy, like, you know, I'm Bob Smith from Kansas State University or whatever, yeah. whatever. And they did the Eagles one and it was like North Central High School and this high school and that high school. Yeah. And I was like, did you guys invincible this shit? You were just like, yeah. open tryouts. Just yeah. get the fuck in here. Like, yeah. we need bodies. Fuck the rest of the league should have done that. Because most now NFL the Eagles are playing teams, very, very well. Most yeah. NFL teams are fucking hot garbage right now, including my team. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on with this PTL green glove. Like it, oh, I'll, just, I'll, I'll it, look everything it. that I've seen it, they all they're saying is Statue of Liberty glove. Oh, it's supposed to look patinaed. I maybe, but I can't find Bad like call. anything. Did not else. read like that. No, no. But uh, but the logo, the company thing, you think wouldn't think it would bother me as a soccer fan because yeah. Euro jerseys are they're just yeah. billboards. Yeah, like yeah for sure. Like you only recognize the jersey off the colors because the rest yeah. of it is just. Splatter oh, yeah. and logos and stuff, but yeah, but MLB for the first time, I think it's that's next, gonna be interesting. We'll, uh, we'll have one company logo per uniform. Fucking yeah. Ed, I did like the so uh, much money. I liked the Space Town variant that Dude, the Astros the space did. City, the Space City oh, variant yeah, jersey yeah, that they did sure. that was dope. Yes, yeah. it looks. It, and what's funny is they all all the teams had like their special one off. I can't remember what it was called. Do you remember? And they had like a special no. word for it. So, uh, I mean, it was essentially all the city nicknames, exactly, right? Like, it yeah. was yeah, for sure. It, it was like their their flagship uniform and everything. But it was funny because there was like the Astros, who's look fucking sweet. And they had a nice play on Houston and everything. And then there were some that came out and it was like, what the fuck did you put on these <laughs> so clothes? They had a old, like a, a, a Chevy Caprice sitting on 30 inch wheels. Why you got to pick on Detroit like hey. that? <laughs> no, Houston. Houston, baby. No, yeah. no, we claim the space city. We, like, hey, I'm is, not going to lie, though. If they, ever yeah. release, if they ever release a jersey that just says donks across the front of it, <laughs> I will buy that jersey. I, take my fucking money. Yeah. No, but, uh, there you go, Barker. You looking for that next merch? <laughs> hey, I know a guy. <laughs> That's the next, the next softball team you sponsor out of Houston. <laughs> the, hero, the hero sports the donks. Yep. Yeah. It might happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'd 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 get that jersey. I'd expand yeah. my, my hero sports jersey collection. There you the go. Donks jersey. The donks. The <laughs> the wheels are spinning. <laughs> I mean, there's the flying chonclas out of San Antonio. Absolutely. Like, come that's on. Well, Somebody's got to do the donks only, out of Houston. That's only one one night a season, right? They no, do, they, they wear it every Thursday night. Oh, it's every Thursday night. Yeah. It's the flying chonclas. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Which, do. if you're not from San Antonio, I'm sure everybody's just like, the fuck is that? <laughs> Although in March, baby, I'm it. driving out to Sugarland. Dude, yeah, I want to see the Savannah Bananas. Into, see, Barker already knew. Tickets. I was like, I'm driving out to Sugarland. Yeah, He's like, bananas. I'm yeah. fucking, I'm a big fan of the bananas. Yeah, I'm a we, big uh, fan of that owner. Uh, yeah, also true. Oh, yeah, did you watch the story on ESPN? It's fucking brilliant. Yeah, it's really, really smart. But yeah, we've we've discussed possibly doing something with them. Uh, we've also discussed doing uh, something uh, with Field of Dreams. Really? Yeah, man. So like one of our getting, big supporters. insider information. Yeah. Right? yeah, one of our big supporters is uh, Baseballism. Yep. And uh, they do a hat. Uh, $10 from every hat goes back to support Hero Sports. But uh, Frank Thomas actually recently purchased uh, Field of Dreams. So uh, there's been. Really? Yeah, there's been some discussion of. Possibly doing a game there. I guess those Stan Young pills are working for him, huh? <laughs> you know the gold bond. You know, uh, whatever. He- what was that? What was that pill that he was pushing? 
Where they, they were, they were yeah. they'd be like, try this. And they were like, Frank Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. keeps me strong. Keeps me strong. If you know what I mean. Yeah. And I was like, bro, Frankie, I don't think anybody's worried about you staying strong, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nugenics. Nugenics. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah. A, so yeah. There's, what an era of baseball. There's a softball field of dreams in Arizona. Is that yeah. Really? Well, actually, well, there's there's one in Houston too. So in it's, uh, what it is is they it's like uh, it's called Big League Dreams. Big League Dreams. Yeah, sorry. I've played there a couple of times. Um, I played in the one in in Arizona. Yeah, and they have four replica MLB fields. Yeah, but they're tiny, um, right? Aren't they mini sized? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. three hundred feet. But like, so you can play at Fenway Park with the Green Monster. Yeah. But it's only 300 feet instead of... What, well, it's not it's, even that. It's like... No, it's... But they're no, all... I think they are. I think no, I think ARC is 300 feet, right? And yeah. then it gets smaller if you're... Well, depending on... Like the, the, the one in, the one in, uh, they, in Dallas, they, go, they have eight different fields. Yeah. And... Well, fuck, the one in Arizona might now, too. This is yeah. 15, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, basically, the dimensions of the field that they're a replica of... But they just... They just scale them for softball. Scale it for called? softball. Yeah, big, uh, league big, league big league dreams. Like yeah. the one in Arizona, they have uh, they have Fenway Park, Wrigley Field. They have the Diamondback Stadium, which is fucking. Yeah. Oh, it's now mm. called Cactus Yards. Okay. Well, it's probably part of the Field of Dreams, the Big, big league, league Dreams, dreams program. Yeah. It's yeah. just that location is called Cactus, Cactus Yards. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Gilbert spends millions to reopen Big League Dreams as Cactus Yards. Oh, so the city got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, same, same thing in Houston. Yeah, uh, yeah. The oh, did city, Houston buy it? Well, the it shut down for a little while because yeah. uh, they, I guess, the, per the contract with the city, they weren't maintaining it. Uh, uh, I don't know if it was just a revenue thing because of COVID or what, but um, yeah, the, the city of Webster actually bought the one f- there and reopened it. No so. shit. Nice. Yep. So but it's pretty cool. I mean, we play in tournaments, and so we'd be out there for like fucking eighteen hours. And it's yes. just like you get there at fucking six in the morning and it's fucking midnight and you're still playing. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, just hurry up and fucking. Like, I don't care if we lose at this point. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've played some tournaments, man, where you're playing at two, three, four in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, it's just and then you're in the loser's bracket because usually you're playing at two or three in the morning because you lost. <laughs> yeah. And then you got to win like six games in a row just to get to the championship. And you're playing from like two, three, four, five. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, you just run out of steam. Yeah. Yeah. I like softball. It's I fun. like softball too. I can hit. Yeah. Yep. It's not what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get you back. Dude. For what? I don't know. <laughs> it's it's coming in the future. Yeah. It's coming in the future. It just hasn't happened yeah. yet. Uh, getting you back for the thing you're going to do in a couple exactly. weeks. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that means I know you too well. It's a fairy. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But. But no, no, man, a lot of cool things on the horizon for sure. So, well, where can people find you? Heroesports.org, Instagram, Facebook, all the social media thingies. Uh, eventually, we'll probably have a TikToker and a whatever else the kids yeah. are doing these days. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know. You got an OnlyFans, man. Yeah. Well, we talked. I learned that Mikey nope. had a OnlyFans. No, legitimately, I think you could probably run an OnlyFans. <laughs> and just and don't do it donations. as porn. Just do it for the donation part and yeah. then just like live stream the games onto your OnlyFans. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, people that are God, way that'd smarter. That'd be really hard to explain to significant no. others. <laughs> why? why do you, what's this OnlyFans? Why is this for OnlyFans? No, for charity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that Who the my... fuck is charity? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for Mike. Yeah. Who the fuck is Mike? <laughs> Mike wears khakis. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, but uh, yeah, so uh, heroesports.org and Instagram, Facebook is where most of the stuff goes. And, um, but yeah, man, we're just, and y'all have like, people can sign up to get involved with y'all on the website, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We have the, you know, get involved or ask for assistance or, you know, whatever. Uh, however you feel like you want to get involved or even if you have a thing that you want to be able to try to do, you know, that (laughs) we don't do and table tennis right (laughs) we don't table tennis but if that's your jam then we'll try to figure out how to support it you know and um you know we just grew uh we have a a group in japan now that's uh doing hero sports in japan um you know we have hawaii and california and Utah and Colorado and Nebraska and it's awful convenient that you've set up all these vacation spots for your. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm just saying, you know, uh, I think we're gonna do like the Cayman Islands next. Words, <laughs> when I got involved, Hero Sports Bora Bora. <laughs> when, I, when I got involved with, with the outdoor side of things, Mike asked if I had a passport. And I'm still waiting for that day. <laughs> you know, uh, actually, the uh, the ranch that uh, we just hunted with the Fighting 69th. Uh, they own property in Mexico. I, I I don't need a passport. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. No. So I was literally going to be like, for two yeah, reasons. That's because Mike is going One, to Mexico. I'm like, not going to bring my firearms to Mexico. That's no, they what? have them there for us. Uh, two, I don't want to carry firearms in Mexico. Yeah. You know what? That's fair. They have yeah. them there for I us. Just, I, I don't. <laughs> like, I will go there. I'll drink. I'll have fun at a beach. Just but one of the- I'm not going anywhere close to somewhere inland where I have to carry firearms. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, like, I'll go, I'll go hang out, but I don't want guns in Mexico. I feel yeah, like and, that would uh, be. In December, though, we're going to do a golf tournament in Japan. Okay. So. Um, the fuck? December man? what? I don't know. Mikey already volunteered. He's like, I'm going because it's in Okinawa and that's where I was stationed. Yeah. And he even has like the tattoo that says, I don't know, something in Japanese on them, something I don't know. It's, it says chicken check catchatory. That's all your princess or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's his order at Panda Express, so he doesn't have to say it. He just... uh, but uh, yeah, man, I mean, it's just uh, it says sushis and sashimis, <laughs> please. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, lots of lots of stuff, man. I mean, all the stuff that we've been doing and just seem to be adding more shit to it. So, fuck yeah. Well, if you want to find out about more about Hero Sports, check the link in the description of wherever you're listening or watching and uh, get in touch with those guys. Isn't it Mike's fault that we got invited to that veteran charity golf tournament only to find out oh, we were the only yeah. four veterans at the church, the Catholic <laughs> the, church yep. charity tournament? Yep, yep, yep. That was definitely... You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Like, we show up and we're like, We show up at yeah. 8 o'clock in the morning. We're, we're like, all right, we'll start with JMO and cigars. And then out walks the nun and priest. And, and we, we were, were like, just like, oh. <laughs> uh, did I leave that out? Yeah, yeah that was not on the invite. That was the only hero sports invitation I have ever gotten. And I was like, damn, Mike, what uh, do to you. Forgive no, me, Father, for I'm you about should, to uh, sin. Yeah. You know, we took Justin on the dog and knife hunt yeah, last year. I know. You should uh you should do the dog and knife hunt this. I've been waiting for the invite, buddy. Hey man, well Stop, I'll fucking stab a pig. Not at a bar either. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> we don't discuss my past, man. <laughs> that was one time. That was just one time. One time, and I won three hundred dollars. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean that's uh, that's coming up around the corner. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. no, I appreciate. It. I, I hold. I have no salt for Hero Sports. I, I, the guys that you guys take, uh, you've changed their lives. It's fucking absolutely phenomenal, and uh, it's one of those things where I, I, I am. I'm happy to support and watch other guys go and get the help they need and be part of it and, oh. and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's oh. awesome. Well, that's, uh, that's what we do. It's no magic sauce, no magic pill, man. Just a lot of hard work and a lot of, uh, helping our brothers and sisters. So yeah. Fuck yeah. That's it. Well, sweet boys. Yeah. All right, Mike, sign it off. Um, yeah. <laughs> that is exactly the response he was looking for. Perfect. Well, we know somebody who doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for coming out. God bless and good night. Yeah. Uh, he, he listens to Mikey enough as it is. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, so for sure. And all fairness, I don't listen to the show either. Yeah. So, uh, warfightertobacco.com. Uh, use that code of Freedom Friends. No, FTFO now, yep. right? Moved it. FTF. I don't fucking do this. Like, Mikey's gone. That's, I, I told I you I don't listen to the show. I made John do the intros. Like, it, I, I watch it when y'all record it live, and I have to listen to yeah. it again. WarfighterTobacco.com. Yeah. Use the code FTFO to get 15% off. Uh, you did say that the Hero Sports Cigar was going live not yet. soon. Listen, once we get our next batch Once we in, batch yeah. up, uh, the code will not work there. Don't be a bitch about it. It's going to charity. All right. Just spend the fucking money. And she's a very nice lady. Yes. <laughs> yes, she is. And uh, other than that, you can go hit up uh, our very good friends over at owellness.us and uh, use the code FreedomFriends25 for quarter off your order over there for all your CBD goodies. Uh, and then our friends at Icy Tech Coolers. What is it? If if you know, you know. If Those who uh, know, get it. For, <laughs> for, for, for those who get it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it was in there. I, yeah. <laughs> It's th- she had it. Table gaming and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and I think you use your uh, fuck, I don't know. Listen to another 10. episode for the Freedom code. Freedom Friends 10. Freedom Friends 10, you get a discount over there. Uh other than that, uh some simple little fucking things you can do. Oh, and go to fucking Hero Sports and volunteer or give them money. Yeah. Either way. They'll get you a tax write-off. You'll be good to go. Absolutely. And come uh come enjoy drinks at Battle Pub on or the, uh, the 4th, 5th, and 6th of, no- of November, November. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're doing the uh, the inaugural Hero Sports Charity Wargaming yeah. event. I like inaugural because that means there's going to be a second annual. Uh, we <laughs> actually, yeah. actually, if everything goes according to plan, it will be both a spring and fall charity hey, tournament that we're running for you guys. Yeah. So Hell yeah. It'll be two a year. So come out and support. Hell yeah. Um, we'll get you to one of them. It'll be fun. <laughs> I'll and, be there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in spirit <laughs> eventually <laughs> uh, yeah so come out to that uh, and if yeah Battle Pub and all the social medias will be on there if you if you can't make it and still want to give us money we'll figure out how to fucking do it uh, I've, I've yeah we'll always take your money yep. um, other than that it's uh, tell your mom tell your friends tell your mom's friends that uh, it's almost ass eating seats and, and yeah. help people looking for butthole scarves so Look at burgers like not yet. Next <laughs> next next week. Yeah, almost. It's a little warm. Today. I said almost. <laughs> almost. 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 Uh, other than that, three simple little things. Uh, words to live by. Confucius say, John. Smoke on. Mike. It's drink on. Drink on. There you go. <laughs> and goddamn it, boys. Freedom, Freedom the, the fuck, fuck on. on. <laughs> <laughs>